Metaphysics is going to have to be the quote-unquote religion of tomorrow. If it isn't, you're fucked. Totally and absolutely. for future justification for slacking but um in both of our defenses i think we've been incredibly faithful in keeping up with this for for a pretty extensive amount of time yeah yeah about a year basically yeah we're coming up on a on a year we've been recording these things so which is excellent so yeah we we've been pretty diligent so a little bit of time off Downtime is part of the process, and we can't front about that. Everything has cycles and shit, you know what I mean? Everything ain't growing in the spring and the winter. Some shit just takes the winter off and just chills. So downtime is definitely part of the process. Yeah, yeah got to rejuvenate, man. Yeah, yeah. So what you, uh, what'd you get into? I was just writing all weekend, man. Oh, just, dude. That, that was my focus, dude. And as I was going <laughs> over it, I was like, okay, um... Uh, <laughs> uh, Yakub, <laughs> Yakub is gonna be fine. Ya- Yakub is <laughs> Chappelle show level, uh, ridiculous, hilarious race humor. Um, I've been figuring out how to justify, uh, God's chosen beverage. That that's the one I forgot to feel that we're gonna get the most ba- most backlash for. Yeah, but I stand by it as hilarious. It's rough, it's, but I like the imagery, though. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> it tastes like suffering. I like the imagery. And I hadn't, I hadn't checked on this in like two days, and I just randomly opened it up earlier today, and I was like, holy shit, this is getting deep. <laughs> it's getting deep. It's amazing, bro. The, the uh, gay Tupac. <laughs> that shit is oh my gosh, bro. That shit's spicy. No pun intended. There's um ironically enough, a lot of that stuff has been simmering for a minute, but by far the person with the most elaborate and thought out backstory was our guy, Larry Mandel. <laughs> our guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's special. He's special. Larry, man. I mean, yeah, because he stands out. He almost feels like, well, him and Patriarchy feel like the realest people. In this <laughs> He's crazy. It's hilarious. But it's all has that. It's a little bit over the edge to make it just be funny. But Patriarchy and Larry Mandel feel real to me. <laughs> they, feel, they feel real. They feel real. It's a little bit deeper than just a joke with, um, with Larry Mandel, bro. That that the whole thing, the whole thing is just golden. I feel like at this point, if we wanted to, we could just focus on just that one and, and actually make <laughs> something out of it. Instead of having him be part of this one whole universe, which he fits perfectly into, if we wanted to just farm this one, I feel like, yeah, there's enough in there to keep us busy for a while. Well, you know just- what I was thinking? Um, that may be easier. Than to just because I I broke out the Wacom again. I got a uh, I got a little studio slash work area set up. Um, one of uh, my girls' uh, older sons had moved out, so I took over his room as like a as a as an office. 
I'm like, you know what? That's going to be my workaway studio. Because I really didn't have any space to set anything up at my lady's house. So I was like, okay, um, I, I don't know when I'm ever going to get in a place to do it. And the universe worked it out. Um, so I started messing with that to start to um, to start doing some drawings. Um, but the animation shit, like if you're going really, really simple, is doable. And what I was thinking maybe would be a smarter first step is to flesh out some of these ideas like in comic panels that might be easier to draw and create and then eventually get to a point where you can animate it because i was looking like to get access to all the tools to actually do a real deal cartoon you can do it it's like 125 bucks a month you can't buy the software you can only subscribe to it what what is it which one were you looking at I was looking at, a, I think it's called like Toon Boom or something. Okay. Because the different levels of it, um, there's these things. I think it's called like vectors. I don't, yeah. I don't, yeah. So with one, I guess you got to kind of do it on every every time you create something. But there, you, you kind of got to tell it where to go. But then with the upgraded version, you get, you save a lot of time, I guess, because you can kind of pinpoint little uh, like joints like marks right. on the character so yeah. that they, they just move and then you it's a lot easier to program and it looks really technical and complicated and for someone with no background in doing that i don't want to be so you know um arrogant and, and disillusioned of like oh yeah i'll just i'll knock it out of the park sure i get <laughs> five minutes i'll know exactly what to do yeah I have see I have some experience with uh, mostly with Adobe stuff, and they pretty much have everything you need to do it. And they're a subscription now too, so everybody's like they got off the software, they put everything on the cloud, so now you can pay my. You know that's where the big money's at. You pay monthly, but it takes it probably takes a year. I remember uh, the whole Adobe package being back when they had this actual disc to load up, being like eight or nine hundred dollars anyway. So paying $125 a month for something like that, if you're actually using it and making money, it'll pay for itself. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it was smart on their part because everybody was pirating software anyway. And right. like, listen, we're going to put something out. You guys are going to burn it on a disc or go to a, a BitTorrent and just have everybody steal it. So fuck you guys. Nobody can have a copy. You're going right. to Netflix everything. So, <laughs> and you're already used to it. You're, you're paying for everything right. else monthly. So you might as well add this. And I, it might help. And I don't think it helps with like computer storage or anything like that. You still got to have a lot of files and access and everything else. But it's still pretty dope, man. I mean, it's, it's probably easier now than it's been in the last, you know, any, anything in the last 10 years. It's got to be a lot easier to animate and do all that stuff now. It's, it's, got, it's entry level at this point, almost. It's entry level because every level of animation, you can see it on YouTube right now with a million views. Every level. Somebody yeah. who took thousands of hours to do something like, you know, meticulously and somebody who drew some stick figures to talk some shit. <laughs> Both of them got a million views on YouTube. So it's all out there. Every level. Which is good. That's a that's a plus. You know what I'm saying? Because no matter what we get our you know no matter what we get a hold of how we can tie it down is still viable we don't have to go out of our way to you know spend no extra money or do no crazy shit we can still get a good hold on it with simple and we absolutely because what we could do is we could take because your your art is incredible and we could take those characters 
and then just just Aqua Teen Hunger Force it. That's yeah. it. No, there has to be no complicated complicated strides or shot. It just completely on the strength of the characters. They're all viewed from the same angle, <laughs> and it mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be anything elaborate to make a point or to make something funny. Um, right. <laughs> and that and that's doable. It's just the strength of the voice acting, and then how interesting the characters are. I still couldn't find that um, that software. I forget because somebody had mentioned it in one of the the podcasts I saw, and they said the name of it. And I've been going back trying to find that particular podcast so I can get the name of that software. But I, I tried googling it, and I didn't come up with anything that sounded familiar. But I know there's something where you can like put little dots on the. Um, I guess the picture and then tell it how to, to animate in to, you know, in sync with your voice. Right. I don't know if you can do it in real time, but it can, it can definitely be rendered. Yeah. I think there is something that does it real time too. Cause I've, I've been seeing a lot of these gifts with uh, pictures, singing songs and, you know, these solid. So I know people are using it, whatever it is, it's popular right now. I've definitely been seeing it. I just haven't figured out exactly what it is yet. We got to do this shit, though. We have to get... We got to get this shit in motion. We, I mean, Dolomite... <laughs> Dolomite is God. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That We might get a little bit of backlash for that, but I, I still don't think it will be as bad. I think it's no. easier to sell that one. Yeah, they're all pretty easy to me. I, I, I Honestly, I think the Incelerator may possibly get us in more trouble than anything else. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's very uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> that is very uncomfortable. Is it a sexually aggressive unicorns? There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on in this, in this world, in this universe here. <laughs> so, so as soon as we we just need to pick something, so we pick something and we and we devote it to. Oh, what do we need? A minute? We need to to really to capture the gist of of one of these characters, just a situation. That's all we really need is a minute. To yeah, be honest, a, 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 a minute to maybe two and a half minutes at most, I think you just, we start out simple. We not we don't try to do anything so ambitious right out of the gate. Like, let's just animate a whole TV show. Like, you know, that that's, that's, that might be a little ambitious or grandiose at this point, but I, I definitely think it's doable um, in the near future. But just start with, like, come up with, like, really funny bits to introduce the character, like, set it up, the circumstance and who they're going to interact with, and some of them you know, I, I got a couple um, that I'm working on them jotting out that introduces like maybe two or three of the characters at once in a few of the scenes, right? And you just right. have little things where and, and and because it's in the same art style when it's put out there, people are like okay, this is just like this other one, but I can't I I can't imagine any scenario in which th- these are integrated worlds, you know, with all the you know all the this. <laughs> Wild, like it's just seems drastically different, and you introduce all of the uh, the characters through those little uh, bits, and then of course, like when you write an episode, um, you know everybody's got to bite the Simpsons, so I'm gonna use them as the archetype. But um, you know, it was they would have little things where you know you center an episode around a particular character, and you introduce that character, and so yeah, you figure you get a season, a first season uh, pilot nine episodes you know you could introduce you know nine to twelve characters you know a couple here there but have story arcs where you're really getting into the meat of some of them and then always have those like little b storylines in the background like it's not even a part of the main story but you intertwine another story to show another character it's it's doable man it's doable 
Absolutely. We all so let's just let's find a minute for somebody to make it, you know, put a spotlight or somebody in this whole pantheon here and uh and just dedicate just give them one minute of animation. I think that might just be the the only real threshold we need to cross. If we can focus on little 60 second clips, even if those are, you know, technically that could be a full episode depending on how you set it up. Because not every situation has to be long and drawn out. It can be over and done with in a minute. I like it. Yeah, yeah. even even maybe a 30-second spot. And then right. just at the end of it, it goes to black, and then whatever the name of the show is going to be. <laughs> and so we just start advertising a show we haven't even created yet. <laughs> yeah, and assume everyone else should already know about it. Right? If you're right. late, if you don't know about this thing, we haven't completed yet. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you aware of it? Yeah, and then have well, someone give us a whole bunch of money to make it happen. I mean, that seems to be the way to get shit done these days. Or either figure out, oh, actually, you know, the smarter way, the smart, slower way to do it would be to just get all the money from different people. That seems to be the best. Because if you get one person to give you the money, you're going to owe them too much. But it seems like if you give a lot of people to give you a little bit of money, all you really owe them is the thing that you made. Like, as long as they get to consume the media that you said you were going to make, you're straight. Yeah, so really, I guess um, it, we we do those little spots and create interest and then uh, get to begging on, um, you know, crowdsource or something. Yeah, Crowd- all of that. GoFundMe or something, yeah. Yeah, all of that. People, will pay, I, I think there are people who probably pay us just to see how offended they'll be when we're done making it. <laughs> <laughs> Comes out of office, we need something to be upset about. Let them yeah. make the show. Yeah, give them the money. Let's see what they do with it. Let's see how bad they can piss me off. That's actually a good idea. That's a good test for yourself to see how triggered you're going to be by people you think you're going to disagree with. It's just give them money so you can see how far they'll go. Give them enough money to become a hypocrite and ruin their life. Yeah, you don't have... Um, you don't get big muscles from lifting light weights. You know, challenge True. yourself. Yeah, I think you should give them money. Because that way what's going to happen is all the people who talk shit about how how horrible rich people are and like all that shit, just give them a bunch of money. Give them a bunch of money and see how long it takes for them to spit on their Uber driver. <laughs> <laughs> see how long it takes. It probably won't be long at all. Oh, They'll spit dude. on their Uber driver for being a peasant. One lady caught like charges. She's oh, like, yeah. They're looking for her because she was that awful to her Uber driver. Yeah, oh yeah, she they they got her already. Wow. They got her already. Her they're waiting for her other buddy to turn herself in. And she's facing some numbers, bro. She's facing football numbers. <laughs> how how awful, I mean, how awful is the Uber driver for you to behave like that? Like I'm I'm just trying to think of what the Uber driver could have done. In what he scenario them, is that? He asked justified? them to wear a mask. That's it? Yeah. First oh. of all, there's no, I don't think there's anything an Uber driver can do to where you should try to snatch shit from them and cough in their face and rip shit off, like bug out and threaten them with violence. I don't think there's anything they can do because the worst thing that can happen to them is that you cancel or whatever, get out of their car and leave them a horrible review or take video of them being an asshole. That's all you'll ever need to do. If If there's ever a time where you're spitting on or punching an Uber driver... I, I'll put all my money on your wrong. Every time, one hundred percent of the time. There's that, I don't. What what could an Uber driver do? If you got in the car 
if you if you got in an Uber driver's car and he called you a racial slur, the the best thing you could do is record him to catch him on tape doing it and give him a bad review. But if you start whipping his ass and he has a fucking dash cam or something like that, there's no way to explain why you're punching somebody from behind. They're in the driver's seat. You're sitting behind them, punching them in the back of the head. There's no, there's no way to explain it. Yeah. I, I, I got to admit, I didn't read uh, or watch the video. I just, I don't, uh, staying away from news and, and what I'm going to spend yeah. my time on. But you go through your feed, because I'll I look for stuff, especially too with like, uh, finance articles um looking for stocks so it, i saw it in my feed like lady wanted or whatever for um uh uber driver incident or whatever i'm like man people have lost their mind and that and that's the extent of the awareness i got it showed up in the feed i looked at it and i moved on yeah dude she he asked her to wear a mask and she said fuck you start coughing on him for purpose wow <laughs> she just started like you know like wow. old school child outdoors at camp coffin. You know what I mean? Like tongue out, mouth wide right. open, no fucks right. giving coughs. <laughs> and, and she started to snatch some shit, like trying to snatch his phone. I, I mean, basically he got coughed on, right? Then her friend started laughing and saying like, yes, bitch, that kind of energy. <laughs> and the dude didn't even do anything. And she tried to, she like, she reached up to the front seat and snatched some shit off his dashboard, like his dash camera cell phone or whatever it was. So she was just bugging for no wow. reason. She was just bugging all the way out because it's cool, I guess, you know, not for no reason. We know what the reason was. It's cool. She wanted to go viral. You know, she wanted to have some fun. That's how you act. You watch uh, Love and Hip Hop and shit, and, you know, the tattoo show, Any, it, pretty much any show with urban people on it. And they're gonna be beating the shit out of each other every five minutes. So, this is what it is, yo. You just you hop in the Uber, and you fucking cough on somebody. Mm-hmm. Shit's ridiculous, bro. Now, now what is it? You're gonna get thirty five years. <laughs> you get twenty five wow. years for like some, cause you know it's a pandemic, bitch. You can't be coughing on people. There's no <laughs> way she's gonna get that much time. That's just silly. Yeah, that would suck. Uh, you know what I would like. I would like for her to actually get that much time and then somebody intervene like two or three years later, you know, some criminal justice organization that stayed up all night right. working for free and shit to get her out of jail. I'd like for that to happen. I'd like for her to think for two years that her life is over forever. I'm one, I don't I'm want her to get how... shanked. I don't want her to get right. shivs in prison. Nothing crazy. Okay, I will leave that alone. But <laughs> no, you, you never seen Cinemax after hours. Female prison is the shit. They all love each other. They cuddle. They love box. They figure it out. They knit clothes together and braid each other's hair is great. I don't know, buddy. I mean, you know, best case scenario, I guess that wouldn't be that bad, but I'm not sure if that's how it actually is. So for now, no, their stats, their stats, there's absolutely less violent absolutely less violent you are way more likely to be murdered in a man jail than a woman jail <laughs> now they did there might be a fight how many men are in a women's jail then right <laughs> good point fair point <laughs> that might change the stats a little bit but, but yeah, for right bad. now as of right now the standings are uh women jail is infinitely more safe than man jail 
Okay, well, 25 years in a men's jail then, just so she gets the point. Oh, yes, that's just, she might not make it. Just so you can't so put her in a man's jail. No, she'll be a solitary, you know what I mean? We'll, but we'll, we no, got to walk her through, they, though. They you know how you walk them through? <laughs> and everybody start pointing at them like, I want that one. No, we have to give her a whole would, walk of shame. That would cause a prison riot. If you <laughs> brought a woman prisoner into an all-male prison, even like, we're going to lock her away over here. Every minute of every day from that point forward, it would be prison break. But it's like, we need to get into that cell. They would strategize. All of a sudden, people that you were in there the whole time, never even got their GED. All of a sudden, they love books. They're reading up on architecture and engineering and how to break cement with a sharpened toothbrush. Right. They're but nobody's trying to break out. They're just trying to break deeper into the prison. Into that, right. How do we get into solitary? You know, they would take hostages. They would kill guards. It would be horrific. You could never, ever do that. This it's a bunch, especially dudes in there for life. No, there's women that work there, though, right? I mean, they see women. There's there's female correctional officers. Yeah, but it's different. It's different. She's like in uniform, and she's a right. Yeah, she's got a gun. She's part of the power. But a prisoner, prisoner. (laughs) right? You ain't shit. Like we ain't shit. Oh man, that's yeah. so horribly hilarious. Because that's, that's like saying men prisoners, they only rape other prisoners. Why aren't they ever raping the, the officers? Because they're giving well, it up willingly. Well, not, <laughs> not all the prisoners. <laughs> not all the prisoners. I didn't I believe the scene in American History X when they took it. I think I think there'll be instances where they just take it. No, I mean uh the, the, the female correctional officers, they're in there banging and getting pregnant and shit. Oh, yeah, absolutely. There was this one dude, he got like two or three of them pregnant. Right, yeah, two or three pregnant by the same inmate. He's got life. Yeah. Like, <laughs> could you imagine your, your game? Your, just your, your, your ability to be charming and, and keep, you know, keep yourself up. I'm mm. sure prison is a lot of stress, probably a lot of cortisol, art of, you know, a- aging you prematurely. He found a way to still attract these women and to just knock it out of the park. And I'm sure being trapped in there and being starved, like he had a lot of sexual aggression to get out. So I'm sure they had a, you know, I'm sure he got repeat business from them. But amazing. Amazing. Uh, You should get some kind of award. I don't know what kind of award, but he should definitely get it. If you can get three prison guards pregnant, all at the same time. I feel like you should get time taken off your sentence. He should you probably should. He, should, he should get out early. They should trust you to do some kind of outreach program. <laughs> you know, go speak at schools to kids, keep them out of jail. But if yeah, you do go yeah. there, here's some things you can do to get some of the officers pregnant. <laughs> He's obviously not as dangerous as y'all thought he was. Clearly. If you gave him three life in jail, if three correctional officers got pregnant by him, I feel like the judge might have been wrong. We might have to take another look at his case. Yeah, trusted him in the most vulnerable positions possible. This because there's no comfortable way to have sex in prison sneakily. I mean, this is this is you know, people are bent over, people are smushed up in closets. I can't imagine it would be anything comfortable, right. you know. And these women were like, "Listen, whatever we got to do, just." We'll make it happen. I need it. it. Three, you know, government appointed, unimpeachable witnesses. (laughs) 
chose to have unprotected sex with this man. <laughs> and knew about each other. And knew and all knew about each other and right. all got pregnant at the same time as if it was some sort of like coordinated effort. Right. Yeah. If that don't get you out of jail early, what does? Yeah, he's not gonna reoffend. He's got a he's got a oh, promising sh- life in front of him. Oh please, that guy's going places. <laughs> that fucking guy is going places. He'd have the world on lock right now if he could get out. That's what it is, though. I mean, hey, we're talking about female prison guards, bro, being around aggressive alpha males. How can they resist? Even if they are criminals. Right. It would it would it would just be like um, you know, fat, unattractive dudes that just so happen to be at like a supermodel prison. And 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 but the supermodels are like super sexually aggressive, and they just they they're not they're, you know they're just not satisfied with any kind of you know female female activity. They just gotta have dick, and you're the only dick available, and they they'll they'll do anything for it. I mean, you have your pick of the litter, because the, the 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 ugliest um, corrections officer could pretty much have any prisoner that she wanted. Who who yeah, in there true. saying no unless he you know just is not into girls, right? Yeah, that's true. No argument there. I mean, you are in jail. You can't really what it said. Beggars can't be choosers, oh, right? Yeah. If it's you're no in choice. jail, yeah, there's not a whole lot of choices, buddy. So you take what you can get. Nobody's turning her down. This is prison. I still think she should go to a male's prison. Maybe that would be a good social experiment to see how <laughs> just how bad shit would get if you walked a female prisoner into the prison and then like walked her down like you were taking her to solitary and then just transported her out the back door and left with her. Like what 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 would the the whole culture of the prison would probably change? Like you said, it, it would just get progressively more tension and and worse until they try to figure out where this female prisoner is. The National Guard would be called within a matter of days, if not hours. Because it would, it's whether the people had the long game in mind and they're strategizing and then they get frustrated and they, they you know, they, they make their move and it's some coordinated assault where they're trying to get back there or if they just lose their mind on the spot. So it's going to be a couple of hours or a couple of days. Okay. And there would be a coordinated tactical assault on all the prison guards Hostages would be taken, prison guards would be killed, they would make their way into solitary confinement. There is absolutely no way you could bring a female, especially if she's cute. If she's cute, just stop it. There is prison riots. What dude in there is going to be like, no, we we should be, we should have the utmost respect. But if they, okay, so what about if if it was more like elaborate, you think it would be worse if you just did it out of the blue one day, just walk like with the new inmates. You just had like three women. You brought them to a different section of the prison where nobody else could see them. Nobody. Or if you set it up <laughs> like like if you pranked the whole prison, you do some punk, oh, yeah. <laughs> right? You set it up to where. You give them, like, when they're watching TV or something, the news report is like, oh, the prisons are, women's prisons are overflowing. Some women prisoners are going to have to be housed with men in the near future. And just, like, seated for, like, a few weeks so they know about it. And then you bring some women into the prison. And, you, of course, like I said, you lead them out the back door. You don't let nobody do nothing to them. But I would be interested to know what would happen 
over the course of the next few weeks at that jail. We're just seeing them the one time. No more confirmation that they're still there or anything, but just knowing that those women are in solitary right now. I, I really, I don't know, this is a weird curiosity, but now that the situation's, you know, presented itself, I feel like I'd love to know what would happen. And I don't care if you prank a whole prison full of criminals. That shit would be funny. I'd love to see what would happen. That's fine, but you can never be in charge of a prison. I'm sure there's well, a lot I... of extraordinary things <laughs> that I would have full confidence in you accomplishing. I'd, we cannot live in a world where you're allowed to be in charge of a prison. Because <laughs> yeah, the, 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 the madness that would ensue, and not only that, I mean, for what you're saying, walk them in, you might as well have them walked in in like orange bottoms and like white t-shirts that are just wet. <laughs> like you just might as well. There's no, there's no way that you're gonna bring them in in a way that's not gonna be like a slow motion like beer commercial or something. Michael Bay scene, wet women walking and light shining off them and shit. Down, 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 down. It's a scene from from the next Fast and Furious movie. Yeah, <laughs> it would be the slow motion. Hair flowing in the wind, them looking kind of to the side and then very focused in front of them. It, there's just there's nothing you could do to not make that the most sexually frustrating and infuriating moment in every single one of their lives. <laughs> there's just nothing you could do. There's no way to walk oh. those women through in a way that would not drive everyone immediately insane. There's no way. There's no way. Is absolutely impossible. Immediately insane. Like it, you think it would be that bad, really? Absolutely. <laughs> because the prospect is like, well, we rape men in here all the time. That would exactly what would go through the head. It's a prisoner. We know what we do to other prisoners. Could you imagine having someone that's just as helpless and vulnerable here available amongst us? They're fucking criminals. The couple of decent criminals that are just trying to keep their head down and get out of there and try to build their life afterwards, none of those dudes are going to have the character or the financial backing to be armed sufficiently in prison to be able to hold off the wave of criminal horniness that would be unleashed. There's just <laughs> nothing you could do. Criminal you would have to. You would have to kill everyone in the prison. They would go mad. I'm telling you. People would start going to the library. They would start trying to like get as much tactical skills, figure out masonry, figure out, you know, uh, you know, this is a weight-wearing ball, you know, a weight, a weight-bearing wall. You can't just knock this down. They would have that type of knowledge that they would accumulate in trying to figure out the 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 labyrinth involved in accessing that solitary confinement and get into that woman. Absolutely. I'm, I'm fully convinced. There, it's not going to be... There is no sane... There is no sane moment. But in the meantime, the other violence in the prison would go down, right? No, I disagree. They <laughs> no, would, because they'd all be focused. They'd be reading they, books and drawing blueprints and they, shit. Like, they, they would they be focused. Be together working as... No. I can't imagine it. I really can't imagine... It would, be, it would be factions. It would break up into factions and people would start calling dibs. She's ours. Stay away from her. You know, there would be factions that would develop and I guarantee you there'd be a few murders before a plan was even concocted. <laughs> Just because you know there's another group that's starting to strategize to get access as well. Dude, I can't imagine a group of prisoners 
strategizing to break into solitary confinement to rape somebody. I just can't see it in my head. I can't, like, I think they would freak out a little bit seeing them. You know, they'd be like, you know, they make a lot of noise. But I can't imagine that they would just turn into a fucking bunch of covert operatives and shit to try to, they, I don't know, man. They don't even do that to escape. Not often. People get together, you know, two or three people who jump the fence or some shit like that. But they're not even focused on a group effort to escape the prison or take over the prison unless something happens and how often do prison riots happen you know what i mean something something's got to go on for weeks or months to bring it to the head of an actual prison riot so well, i people... just can't imagine the sight of women and the knowledge knowing that they're locked i mean they're locked away in a different part of the prison that you don't even have access to so for them to be like you know what we got to get in there that's that's bugged out to me. <laughs> I can't imagine it. Because it's about possibilities. Out. It's I think about freak out for a few days. They freak uh -huh. out for a few days, but I think they'd eventually just get back to normal. And it would be like a legend of the day that we all saw the women. And it eventually would turn into a myth. Like, I don't even know if y'all actually saw any women. You just think you're like, no, we saw them. They walked them right through here. I think it would just be a myth after a while. I don't know if they'd just go nuts on a, on a, I, a rape charge <laughs> covert I, operation. I, I, I am willing to make a gentlemanly bet of $50 with you from now un un until we leave this earth. If ever there is a moment <laughs> a woman is taken through as a prisoner, because I'm sure women go in and out of the prison, a woman as a prisoner in a maximum security, we're never getting out of prison. Right. Oh, and by the way, there's a female Supermax. prisoner somewhere in this, somewhere in this facility. Because there's nurses that are on site. Sometimes right, there's going to be right. cute nurses. It's not like they've never interacted with. But here's the thing. It's about possibility. So there's people that still get out of prison. There's still, there's still, it's very infrequent, but it happens. Someone will escape. And it's usually at a, at a much lower security prison. But it happens. It's, it's whether in their mind they perceive it as a possibility. So they're like, listen, um, I would rape this nurse. I can't rape this nurse because I see that there's an officer with a gun. And, it, you know, in such close proximity, I would do nothing but get shot. There's absolutely no chance I could make this happen. And even still, I got to imagine the caliber of some of the criminals that are in there, it still crosses their mind. They're like, no, nah, if I get immediately shot. But they, they, but they, they run the calculus in their head. Just to see, yeah, could well. How many how many strokes would I get before I'm shot in the head? How <laughs> is it worth? Well, but when you're talking about a prisoner, a prisoner is someone just left around in their experiences. They're looking at each other, right? I mean, they know all the downtime that they have and the shit that that goes on. Somebody gets stabbed. Somebody gets raped. It's hard for the you know guards to figure out who it is, right? They know if it's a prisoner. There's a particular vulnerability that they're gonna have that a officer or a nurse or some or or, or right. someone you know an administrator just walking through and getting a tour. There's a certain level of vulnerability that's gonna be there that's not there with the rest of them. And also, you know, if there's the prospect of reasonably amongst them, listen, we choke this guard out, we take his gun, we hold him hostage. Right. We force them to let us, you know, through this gate or that gate. If they worked something out, like if they thought something like that was possible, even if they couldn't do it, somebody would die. There would be a hostage situation. They would try to figure out how to get back there. Absolutely. A absolutely. Or maybe it would be more covert than that. I don't know. 
uh, maybe maybe I'm over um, estimating the sexual frustration of a prisoner. I don't know. I think we could sell this to Dateline NBC. I think they 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 already got prison uh, reality shows on TV right now where there's fake prisoners in there. They have got people who are not even actually criminals are in there interacting with the criminals and on hidden cameras and cameras in the jail and all that. Oh wow! I think, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I think it's worth finding out. You know what? If they're already sending fake prisoners in there, um, I've changed my mind. Walk, (laughs) walk the female prisoner to solitary. Just see what happens. Yeah, I, I, hey, listen, I'd watch. I'd watch live if they had a like not not pay per view, but if they had one of those live channels where you can just see what happened to the prisoners after they saw the woman get walked in the solitary. I'd watch. I'd, I'd tune in every so often just to see what they're doing. I'd watch it. I like the idea personally. I like the idea of and, and also making it be no, because you can't leave her there. I was gonna say. Who are we talking about? Oh, yeah, the the uh, the Uber coffer should go to a, a men's jail. That's how we even got on this topic. But I think it would be good for somebody like her to maybe just get walked into a mail, but like, we don't have no room. We don't have no room with the women's <laughs> prison. And you bugging right now. You coughing on people. It's the only space we got. It's solitary in uh, a men's jail. Just walk her through the front door, put her in solitary. Yeah, that would be good, but you only get away with that once. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, I mean, you'd really have to consider who do you want to put that horror upon? Her, for sure. Yeah, okay. Fair yeah, enough. She's a, I mean, she's a great candidate just for the world right now. How old just is for, she? I think she's like 25. Wow. She's young. She's that angry already. Son just was like, hey, can you wear a mask? And she just popped off on him. And that's what she said, too. She said the people that she hang with taught her. And I'm not going to make any insinuations about who these people are that she hangs with. But they taught her if anybody uh, come at you sideways, you're supposed to pop off on them. Like, that's what that's what she's been instructed to do. I don't know. I don't believe it. I think she was on cocaine. <laughs> well, that's what she cocaine said. cocaine was involved. Cocaine may have been involved. I hope. Matter of fact, I hope cocaine was involved. Because if that's just who you are... Just as a human moving around the world. Oh my god. Yeah, give her fucking twenty five years. Who cares? Who cares? I mean, she might she don't have to do them all. I mean, how many well, how much time do you deserve for coughing on somebody and trying to steal some shit from their car because they a person who's giving you a ride because they ask you to wear a mask? How much time do you give that person? Well, it's also a ride that you requested and when you take a Uber now, it tells you that you have to wear a mask. Because right. I'm assuming she was in an Uber, not in a cab. No, yeah, she's in an Uber. Three people in an Uber. The other two had masks that they were kind of half wearing, you know, because you know, they get in the car, they wanted to get comfortable and shit. I get it. But the other two had masks. So the only person in the Uber who wasn't wearing a mask was that one person who did the screaming and coughing and, and violence. She's the only yeah. one not wearing one. Yeah, it's a keeping it real goes wrong moment. Yeah, that she looked like so... she was trying to engineer confrontation. She wanted beef, and she was ready for it. And she, he, she, you know, she felt he was a beta. She identified him as beta. a beta. <laughs> she identified him as a beta, so she popped off on him, man. Silly. 
silly, 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 stupid I'm, shit. I'm not gonna say what I would have done in that situation or what I think she needs. Nope, to, you can't to correct her behavior. I'm not Please gonna say. Please do it. not. <laughs> I'm not gonna say it because it it's not necessary and nobody's nobody's asking what I would have done. So I don't want to divulge any information unnecessarily. But yeah, yeah. Behavioral correction is is clearly needed, and maybe that behavioral correction will be getting sentenced to fucking twenty three years. Yeah, even if you only do three. Yeah, yeah, even if you only do three. Well, I I know if 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 it happened in New York, I know I'm. I don't know if they already passed the law, but I know there was talk about passing legislation because some uh, people were like coughing in cops' faces. And so they were trying, there was talks about making it some kind of like heightened kind of assault now, given that we're in the pandemic, right? And so uh, as far as intent, it would be interesting to see how that was going to be argued, because I would assume, I don't know, not a lawyer, but you'd have to prove that there would be some sort of intent from her to transmit COVID. And if she says, listen, I know I didn't have COVID, I had a COVID test at X, Y time, There was no chance I was going to give them. I was just trying to be funny or goofy or whatever because I was irritated. I mean, I I don't know. I don't see see her going going away for that long a time. And if she did get some trumped up, like, 20-year sentence, I definitely see there some sort of intervention in her, like, winning on an appeal to have it shortened. I mean, it's just, there's, there's no harm. You know what I'm saying? Probably what would be more egregious is that she damaged the dude's property you could argue you know damage was done through that way more than her just coughing like a five-year-old <laughs> and just being I mean, with the- violent in general dude just being because she was you know because when she uh, reached up to the front to snatch something off he turned around towards her like trying to catch her before she got it into her possession and you know how it is you know if you motion towards somebody they feel like you were about yeah. to hit them and instead of them backing off, they they all got more aggressive because it looked like he was motioning towards her. So they're like, oh, what you going to do, motherfucker? All that tough shit, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you in the car with a grown-ass man, like, to keep it, he could incinerate all y'all asses. He could just crawl right. in the back <laughs> That's seat. That's what it starts happening. <laughs> just crawl in the back seat. <laughs> Right. He really could just crawl in the back seat and just fuck y'all up. And it wouldn't yeah. be nothing you could do about it. This is, what, this is, what, this is what greater bone density feels like. <laughs> yeah. What am, what am I gonna do? Let me show you. I'll lock the doors and I'll hop in the back seat and I'll just fucking gorilla handle all three of y'all. Yeah. And you Which know what? is horrible and we're not advocating for that. We're just no, saying. I am. He wouldn't no, it wouldn't have been horrible. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been horrible. See, or let me give you the caveat though. Like he don't have to really real deal beat them down, but think about what he could do to make them feel like they were about to die in that backseat. Even if he had no intention of killing them. He like, let me just show y'all. He could just put his whole body weight on them and start grabbing at their necks and shit. Like, without even yeah. trying to hurt them. It'd be the most frightful experience that any of them ever had. And they all would have thought they were going to die in that backseat. And on the real, if it was the wrong dude, he, he could have killed them all. With his hands. Uh, who was the MMA boxer? Right, man, made with the, the chick, Christy, whatever, right. Christy Mac. Right, right. War right. Machine. He could have War Machine right. y'all asses in that yeah. back seat, and and he wouldn't have been wrong. 
he wouldn't have been wrong. I mean, well, he would have been wrong because if they didn't initiate actual violence, like the coughing and the snatching is some bullshit. But if that had been to a, a male-on-male situation, nobody would have oh, questioned why yes. he jumped in the backseat yeah. and whooped their ass. He'd be like, yeah, you can't, be, you can't treat men like that. You can't do that kind of shit. But for some reason, you know, this situation is different. And like I said, I don't think he should have whooped their ass. But they probably would have learned a valuable lesson if they, if they thought they was not going to make it out of the backseat of that Uber. Yeah. I That's mean, why the next lesson is the best thing in the world would be if the judge and the prosecutor and all of them got together and was like, look, this bitch is wilding. I'm going to give her 23 years. We're going to let her sit for 18 months, and then I'll let y'all come in with the appeal or whatever you want to do. But it would be beautiful to hand her down a just a gangster-ass sentence and just let her cry and think her life is over for a year and a half and then let her out. And because we just got this uh, study on our desk from Columbia University, we're going to house her in the prisons. <laughs> the, the in the male prison, prison. Right. Just this so we can, we can see how motivated they get. Just, right. We just want to chart their reaction. And we got this other thing going on. We need some data. And this is the perfect, you know, right. this is the perfect situation. We've been waiting for this. Win, win. Right. Everybody wins. That right. shit would be beautiful. Because you yeah. can't give her 18 months. If you give her 18 months, she's going to laugh that shit off. And she's going to get a fucking cell phone in prison. And she's going to do a Snapchat about how she don't give a fuck. And she'll do the same thing again. That's what's going to happen if you give her 18 months. She's going to get 100,000 more followers on Twitter because she's a gangster. Get that bitch 22 20, years. years. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, you're not getting out until you start menopause. That's yeah. when you get out. That's yeah, it. Yeah, you're that's done. Bad. You're done. It's over for you. <laughs> and, and then put her on a reality show. We got to mm-hmm. see, yeah, we got to see the psychological meltdown. Is this torture porn at this point? Is this torture porn? I don't want her to go to jail forever, but that's terrible fucking behavior. And there's too many people in the world who think that shit's cool. Listen, and now you know why on that black sheep skit, he was like, I'm, I can't take you to Uptown, my friend. I can't <laughs> take you. Can't take you. That's I, why. That, that had to have been a Bronx pickup. I'm, 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 right, I'm estimating. I'm guessing. I don't know for sure. But if it happened in New York City and it was uh, uh, a Spanish lady, I got to say, and, and she was coughing on him and threatened to beat him, I, I, feel, I feel some Bronx energy. Dude, I don't oh know. She's yeah. I don't know, dude. I don't. I'm not sure what her. Uh, yeah, she's 24. Her name's Arna. It Kim, came. She in, might be Italian. So who knows? It came. It came in my Yahoo feed. Oh well, then it happened in Long Island. Then Long Island. <laughs> Long Island, Staten Island. <laughs> oh, okay, so it was Long Island. She's one of them chicks. Every borough is uh, pretty much, no matter which one you say, has a possibility this should happen. Anywhere in New York. (laughs) This should happen anywhere in New York and it wouldn't be a surprise, yo. If you're like, where was that at? Soho. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Definitely happened at Soho. No matter matter what place in New York you name, it sounds like it makes sense. Because it's just New York, bro. Gotta look up the article. People are not nice. God, I love it. So, So now... I'm thinking about the the uh, the importance of being able to give people massively long sentences with the fully with the intention of letting them out in less time than that. But I, I can only help in certain situations though, because jail is already fucked up as it is. The whole you know what's system so bad is the moment I plugged in woman coughing. It fills up on Uber driver. Oh yeah, we yeah. know this. <laughs> it's we know what the you're first looking for. thing. We know what you're looking for. 
No, and, and the one girl in the picture, she kind of looks appalled. Like, what is this bitch doing? No, they was clapping. They was yeah, yass bitching. Okay. They was yass bitching the whole time. They loved it. They thought it was great. Yeah, this I, I now I'm gonna speculate based on what I'm seeing here. Okay. Um he's probably uh an immigrant, so she feels like extra license to be nasty. He's he's an Uber driving immigrant. He's not gonna be able to do shit. He ain't gonna he's not gonna teach me a lesson and and you know tune me up for doing any of this. And I think I think she might be cloud chasing. I think this yeah. is establishing some some uh some credibility uh with her friends. No, look, I can be hood. I can mm, be I can be thugged weird. out, Sheila. Wow. Sheila. <laughs> I can be thugged out. All right. If this is you what you want to do, Kimberly. But I don't <laughs> I don't think this is wise. That sounds um like an extremely Tommy Sotomayorish <laughs> <laughs> analysis. It, it really is. It's like this is what you get for hanging out with with these girls. This is what happens because they were fine. They were. I mean, no, you know, they, they did get a little. They got a little bugged out a little bit. Well, they, they definitely they, weren't trying to stop her. They they might have fed into the energy, but I'm not gonna make them guilty by association. They, right. She I, she owns the fact that she tried to, and maybe she was ingratiating herself with them. I don't know, and I wouldn't Tony Tony Sotomayor in that. Um, you know, like it was, they were a bad influence on her or anything. And this is what you get. It's, I don't, I don't blame those girls that are with her at all. It's, it's definitely that chick's fault, a thousand percent. But just seeing the dynamics, because when I glanced at it, I, I can't lie. I just, you know, maybe because my girl abuses me, I just assumed, oh, this has got a <laughs> chick. I projected onto it because I, I glanced past the image when it was in my feed and I didn't read the story. But upon further inspection, yeah, it could be. Could be, I guess, an Italian chick. I don't know, but she's she's thugged out. She's yeah, thugged. she's super thugged out. I don't understand. I don't. And not that women should be afraid of men in public spaces or nothing like that. But I feel like the way people are treating each other out here right now and the, the pressure that's on, it's all kinds of people just snapping and fucking each other up. It, it just feels like you wouldn't go that far out of your way to create confrontation with somebody, not knowing how far they're willing to take it or what the consequence, over something stupid, something completely goofy. Both of your friends are wearing masks, and I'm wearing one. Could you please wear one? Oh, you know what this is? I'm looking at her name now. She's not from around here. This is this is what, this is like a kid. This was um, in California, San Francisco. Oh, it wasn't in New York. Okay. Yeah, this is in San Francisco. But that makes sense, too, though. You know what I'm saying? With the little bit I know about San Francisco. It wow. is a shithole country, that's for sure. Yeah, the whole thing. She, she saw, she, she's one of those people who, like, was raised by television. So she thinks in that situation, that's just how she's supposed to behave. Yeah, I I, I don't think I don't think that that's how her parents raised her. I don't think that's like anything that's culturally relevant from her. Again, this is all racist speculation based upon her name. I think she's she probably just got here as first generation, right? Her parents got here and raised her here, and she doesn't know how to interact in a situation like that. So she just she was watching too much TikTok or something. And she just thought this is the this is how you're supposed to respond in a situation like this. 
Let me show out for my friends. This has got to be a good idea. And she's looking yeah. at 20 years. 20 so, years for acting out some shit you saw in a VH1 reality show. <laughs> <laughs> this is how they made you think you could act when you watch Love & Hip Hop. And you do that shit in real life and you fucking... Now you're about to get 20 years. I love it. I absolutely love it. This shit needs punitive damages, bro. I think so. It feels harsh, but I think you're right. I think this is the only way we drag humanity forward is we 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 have to start we have to really harshly denounce this kind of ridiculous childish horseshit. Now this if it, if anything in the world should be cancelable. It's this kind of shit right here. This right here, not like, yo, I found a tweet from 2008 where you said uh, mixed couples make cute babies. That's, you know, that's racist, so you're canceled. Is it racist? I don't give a fuck about old tweets. I don't, I don't give a shit about that. I mean, unless they're like, you know, even then, I don't really care enough. If you got to go back that far to find somebody's racist tweets, who, who gives a shit? But stuff like this... You in public acting like an asshole at some restaurant or something like that, treating somebody like shit. Yeah, that should be cancelable. I think when it's that, more relevant. Yeah. And I, when I that shit it, goes I, viral, your bank account should get frozen. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not with all that. Bank account frozen immediately. All my money's locked up because I coughed on my Uber driver. I can't do nothing. Well, that's what you do. Well, at least if you get in trouble and there's a warrant out for your arrest for sure. <laughs> But social know, but, but, shit like this, yeah, cancel them. You know, but saying um, mixed couples make cute babies, you don't have to give an apology for that. That's everybody's entitled to your opinion. We're talking about the realm of thoughts. Some opinions are going to be offensive to somebody. There's very few opinions that don't offend somebody, right? So everybody thinks differently. All of that nonsense is just silly. I agree with you a thousand percent. The old, the old tweets just don't matter. Right. But behaving like that, I mean, you're talking about something where it wasn't you expressing an unpopular thought or being callous or abrasive in your language, and and you know saying something in such a way that was insensitive. You know, this is something where like you really disrespected another human being's value. And if, oh, and, and I hate to do this because it's just such a tired trope right now, but if that was a Karen that did that oh, to Lord. an immigrant, yo, this would be, it would be just like the Malaysian plane that disappeared, the CNN. They would be going over it over and over and over again. Right. They would have been uh, interviewing all of her teachers from when she was a kid and her friends and just, it would be nonstop. It would be like the OJ trial. And this guy did say that they were making fun of his race and, and berating him during this whole interaction. He did say that. But that's not being repeated on all the sites who report it. Right, because only white people can be racist. This is, this right, is, yeah. It is known. It is yeah. known. He missed this. Actually, his description of what they were doing is actually racist. Right. How dare him, he? Yeah, him <laughs> assuming that it was racially motivated is, is the racist part. I love it. Two plus two equals Hitler, bro. <laughs> Speaking of which, dude, we need to have a power hour for these shirts. We need to have just a straight brainstorming session. The more provocative, the better, but provocative in such a way that anybody that criticizes it immediately becomes an asshole. 
like that just slavery concept like if you if you flesh that out to make a t-shirt i don't know what you could do to express like authoritarianism all you know along with that logo what kind of artistic depiction like i was thinking like silhouettes of like little kids working on factories and silhouettes of police brutality like you see all these icons in the same color scheme but it's just the silhouette but it's a part of it like you see like all the things that accompany totalitarianism along with it but you know for for the sake of the bottom line uh there's no moral outrage for it so that if you criticize like oh that's so unfair like that's what a fucked up shirt it's fucked up that i'm criticizing a company that makes their money via uh, or or in tandem with all of these horrible atrocities that are depicted in the shirt okay i would love to hear you defend that yeah you know what i mean like yeah. like how could you be offended at the like the most offensive thing is what this shirt is offensively addressing and like for the apple pimp different like i like there's got to be something where you can have like little little people in like apple costumes like just like falling out of a tree, like missing the net, and there's just apple juice all over the floor. Like you know what I'm saying? Something was like pimp different, you know, something pimp I mean Apple Apple is there I forget what country it is. I don't know if it was in England or Ireland or somewhere over there, where they were they were in court fighting for their right to continue to have slave labor. Like that's mm. on the record. Like that so there's nothing you could do that would be so offensive in how you depict the offense of Apple that I feel like it would be smart. I wouldn't worry about any lawsuits because everything's legal under parody. You can't stop parody. You can't yeah. stop you know, freedom of speech. If people don't want to buy the shirt, you don't have to buy the shirt. But to have something that is super controversial but makes a super good point and it's just dope art, yo, I think that's... I think I think we need to put a lot of energy, you know, a lot more energy on some of the controversial t-shirts two yeah. plus two equals hitler is great too i, mean, it's just I, great. I really <laughs> like it i really like it because it gets right to the point you don't need nuance for everything just to and and i feel like there's no right way to address that shirt there's no right way you can look at it and if it moves you to say anything anything you say is probably going to be wrong there's no way it, it leaves no room for a misinterpretation <laughs> And it is so blatant just by using Hitler instead of something like, you know, softer, like two plus two equals racism. Two plus two equals Hitler is purposely triggering just because you're using the word Hitler, which we already decided is the one thing you can't embody in society. You can be Satan. You can be the devil. <laughs> and that's fine. You get your red little tail and your pitchfork. Nobody gives a shit. But if you walk into Target dressed like Hitler, the police are going to be called. And and doesn't that kind of give more fuel to the the um, Hebrew Israelites that like our devil is the only real devil, right? Isn't it? Yeah, because nobody scared. Nobody cares about the devil as right. a concept. Who's scared and of I, Satan? And I shouldn't just single out the Hebrew Israelites, but like the extreme right wing too. That you know, if you go to any of the uh, the chat comments, it's always about how the Jews. The Jews, everything. There's just no, there's no scenario in which the Jews are not responsible. But it does kind of feed into that narrative when you're like, okay, so I can make a Diablo, I can make a Devil, I can make Hades, like I, any other mythical shit, I can, I can dress up as, I can depict, I can draw, and it's all okay. But this Hitler guy, nothing. 
absolutely Nothing. forbidden. Okay. Nothing. Seems a really? little strange. It's hard. It's hard to make it make sense. But right. Who? Know. I mean, who's responsible for the world as it is right now? According to what's supposed to be the accepted religion. Oh, is it because we we all, we've all agreed that that's not really what the devil looks like? Is that what it is? Nobody really knows, so it's like the whole red devil thing doesn't really... Is that what it is? Is that why they don't give a shit? Because it's not really the devil? But you also offend people if you dress up like Jesus, too, even though that might not be what Jesus actually looked like. Not like not like Hitler. If we... Yeah, sure. I mean, we could, we could do an experiment and bring a dude dressed up as Jesus and a dude dressed up as Hitler. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Nobody's calling the cops on Jesus. No, no. But the Hitler guy cannot stay. Yeah, he's going to jail. He's going to jail. When the cops come, they're going to be like, yeah, this guy's going to jail. If they call the cops, they say some dude's acting weird in Target, and they get there, and you're just walking around with a cart shopping dressed like Jesus, they might not automatically say, let's lock him up. They might be like, yo, you all right, buddy? They say, like, no, I'm just shopping. I'm chilling. Same thing with the Hitler. You dress like Hitler, and you're just walking around shopping. They ain't going to say no fucking words to you. They're going to cover there and tackle your ass and drag you out of there and take you to jail, period. And I don't even know if that's technically breaking a law in this country, but you're probably going to jail. Probably. I, I don't even Not know 100%. if I should. I don't know if I should confess this, but I, I'm going to. Um, sometimes when I when I tighten up my my beard and my mustache and I shave shit off, I'll leave just a little strip under the nose, just oh. for a little bit, just just because it's so wrong. <laughs> Wow. I'm just like, yeah, I can do this in the comfort of my own home. But it's because it's been made such a taboo. People should be able to have that 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 people should be able to reappropriate and redeem that mustache style. Nah, it's it's whack as fuck anyway. But it's it's it's, 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 it's funny. a little goofy. It's yeah. funny that you could reduce it all the way down to just that. Because we're not even talking about Hitler in regalia. No, not like right. most. We just talk about just, just the, mustache. the mustache right now. And that's enough to send most people over the edge. I yeah. think if you walked into almost any store, any, any major store. franchise store right now, and you had that mustache and nothing else, you don't do no Zig Hiles. You don't do nothing else crazy. You just, just have be that super mustache. polite and friendly. Keep Mad cool, I guarantee you, the cops are probably gonna get called, or security is gonna approach you. Something, something's gonna happen. Somebody's gonna, gonna say something. Right. And what if you just said, "Well, actually, this is um, this is the Holy Week for my religion, and this is a, a required uh, style. I'm not trying to be offensive or anything. Yeah, well, you're doing it for religious sucks. purpose. Your religion, <laughs> Jesus never told us to do anything. That's stupid. Like, what about the foreskins, though? Shut up. <laughs> nah, yeah, that's that's awesome. I love that Hitler has that type of effect on people. I just so two plus two equals Hitler is a shirt. You can't. There's nothing you can say about that shirt. You can't, unless you're gonna ask the person why do you have the word Hitler written on your shirt. Are you gonna ask them what does that mean? What is? What do you mean by that? No matter how you approach it, you sound stupid. You know, it'd be funny too is to to put a shirt with Charlie Chaplin's face and then put Hitler under it. <laughs> Just like people, people, people are so obsessed that you would think some people wouldn't even reckon. Like some people would see that and really think it's Hitler and be yeah. upset that and wouldn't get the joke. Would be really upset that you had a shirt on like you're promoting Hitler 
instead of like pointing at the fact like, yeah, people don't even really know who Hitler is. And I could just put up a picture of Charlie Chaplin and people would just think it's Hitler. <laughs> or how All like because a, a of the mustache. I like a red shirt with a black and white Charlie Chaplin face, Charlie Chaplin face on it, and it says this man did nothing wrong. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, it's a picture of Charlie Chaplin, and it just says "Great Mustache." <laughs> Great, I love it. Nice mustache. Nice, yeah, yo. This man did nothing wrong. The picture of Charlie Chaplin might be a banger. We need to make a, a, a website for for just danger, the cult of dangerous gentlemen T-shirts. <laughs> Just so, just cult of dangerous gentlemen t-shirts, but we just put up random phrases and shit from all our episodes that nobody else knows about but us, and just uh, make them as as not. They won't be offensive. I won't say that they'll be offensive. I'll say they'll be offense bait. If you're easily offended, then these then they're gonna get you. But that's your fault for being easily offended. Oh yeah, just do stuff. Have Charlie Chaplin's picture and then just put like fresh from the oven. Or just something, oh something. Charlie right. Chaplin holding some cupcakes and shit. <laughs> fresh from the oven. Just that's that's trolling then. Now you're getting a little bit closer to trolling. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Fresh from you start using the word oven with Charlie Chaplin's face. Oh, what should we just make a, should we just start? Should that just be a business in the in our universe? It's a guy who uh who looks like Charlie Chaplin? He just sells ovens. He just sells kitchen equipment. And shit. <laughs> just, just, he just looks like maybe we would call. We, we don't have to call him Charlie, but we can have Chaplin's, you know, Chaplin's ovens or some shit like that. And he just walks you around the showroom floor. He's got big ass ovens and just in case, just in case you need one, you know. Oh, dude, dude, and he's a mime. He doesn't speak, so it's oh, like the silent era, and he's always selling stuff, but he looks just like Hitler. He makes some hand gestures that sometimes resemble it when he's pointing to the products, and he shows you how it works, and he sells, like, propane gas, uh, barbecues. <laughs> he sells, he sells Grills and smokers and shit. <laughs> he shows you how everything works in detail. <laughs> Oh my gosh, dude! Yeah, yeah Chappy, that'll be Chappy. Oh, dude, Chappy the and, oven salesman. He sells kitchen, industrial kitchen supplies. And just really work the nerve of the fact that Charlie Chaplin had that mustache first, and it's forever gone because it's associated with Hitler, right? It was just that that style was ruined, and just have Charlie Chaplin or a Charlie Chaplin-like character or shirts with Charlie Chaplin's face. But allude to some Hitler shit, but associated with Charlie Chaplin's face. Because, and what can you say? Because if you if you put it with Charlie Chaplin directly, it literally means nothing. There's nothing you go. Charlie Chaplin did nothing wrong. <laughs> You're right. Charlie Chaplin did nothing wrong. But because of that face and that mustache, I think that would be enough just to have his face with that mustache. Yeah. And no matter what you say alongside it, would be enough to fuck with some people. Yeah, I think that, that that's gonna have to go on a list of shirts to make right away. <laughs> <laughs> shirts to make right away. This man did nothing wrong, and two plus two equals Hitler. <laughs> I like two plus two equals Hitler, man. It, it just feels—I don't know—it feels so perfectly. It's not. 
it shouldn't be triggering, but I feel like it's going to have a lot of questions. Do somebody, I wore my, you know, cult leader shirt in public. I, I mean, I wear it a lot, but I was wearing it recently. And this woman walked past me in the grocery store and you could see like she looked down and she read the shirt and then she looked up at me and made eye contact. And then she looked back down at the shirt and she looked disgusted. She had this look of disgust on her face. Like she believed me and she thought that I was like advertising myself. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't a logo or anything like that to her. She didn't get branding or nothing like that. She was like, you're a what? Like, that's the look that she gave me. And I, and I have to say, I got to admit, I loved it. It was beautiful. You, it was you beautiful. know, there, it, the public cannot metabolize humor anymore. That everything <laughs> is taken literally. Everything is literally Hitler. It's liter- everything is literal Hitler. That's amazing that there's just, I have to interpret this. It's no chance that it's a joke. This gentleman <laughs> in the grocery store... I already, in my mind, he has a cult. There's someone locked in a dungeon or a basement. He's sleeping with everybody's wives. All of that's a given at this point. And after he's done all this horrifically uh, demonic, depraved type of shit, he has the nerve to show up and and buy buy steaks and chicken and spinach (laughs) at this store trying to recruit more people for his sick cult. This sick son of a bitch. That's how she looked at me. Yeah. I should have just walked up to her slowly and be like, you've been waiting for me, my child. <laughs> you should have played into it. You know, that probably is a good way to get people uh, roped into a cult. Is just like, by wearing a shirt that says cult leader and no, approaching wear a people shirt who look that offended. Says, ask me about my cult. Right. Ask me about my cult. Good Lord. And, mo- and 97% of the people who ask you would, will join it. Yeah, ask me about my cult is another great shirt. Yeah, there's a key. There's a key for every lock. They'll walk right up on. But don't wear that shirt if you don't really want people to ask you because they're gonna do it. They absolutely will. And the great thing about two plus two equals Hitler is you could be a this because you can get out of that in any situation. That that's a that's that's an artistically genius shirt because if you're around some super liberal people and be like, oh my gosh, it's Hitler. No, 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 no. I agree with you. Two plus two can equal five. If you're absolutely set on the fact that it's four, you've been brainwashed by white supremacy. I agree with you. So this shirt is spelling it out for people. Of course two plus two equals Hitler. Because you're trapped in the paradigm of white supremacy thinking. And if you're around a bunch of like uh, military dudes who, you know, I hate that shit. Rah, 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 you just be like, hey, two plus two equals Hitler. I'm just poking fun at the woke people. Right. You, you, you get, get out money of it from both sides. Get money from both sides. Both of y'all should be wearing the same shirt. And people... you advertise it differently, but like stand up to white supremacy with this shirt telling people what it really is. Two plus two equals Hitler. Stand up against white supremacy. And you sell it to a totally different demographic as Facebook figures out the algorithm of who it's going to send it to and be like, are you tired of this woke shit? Make fun of it with two plus two equals Hitler. <laughs> double down. If math races, double down. Two plus well, two equals Hitler. We'll, we'll we'll totally juice it up, man. We'll be like arms dealers of of trolling, and we'll sell to both sides. We'll fund that, the war from both sides. That's how you get all the money. That's how you get all the money. You disappear quietly into the night. As I mean, as 
God's favorite beverage is known to do. <laughs> Gotta go. <laughs> oh, yeah. I see you two are having some type of conflict. I'll take this opportunity. I'll take this opportunity to skulk away quietly. But perhaps I could interest you in some sort of shirt or paraphernalia that expresses your discontent for the other faction over there. Right. I actually got one in red and one in blue. So it, it says just the same so shit. happens. I love it. Yeah, the more the the wider your demographic can be, even if they uh they have disagreements at fundamental levels. If you can find shit that'll rope them both in because they think the they think that the t-shirt design or whatever it is, they think it's in their favor. Both sides think it's in their favor. That's the magic recipe right there. And then you get the people who just want to troll everybody. That's where the this man did nothing wrong shirt comes in. They just want to troll everybody. Like, fuck it. Because <laughs> there's going to be some people who really don't know who that man is. They're just going to see that mustache and be like, wait a minute. Wait. And then there's the phrase, did nothing wrong. <laughs> it's already, it's already because of the internet and memes and shit, it's already attached to that shit anyway. This man did nothing wrong. And then yeah. if you get approached about some shit, it's like, I can't believe we do it. I'm like, he, he did nothing wrong. Yeah, Charlie Chaplin? Yeah, he did nothing wrong. What the fuck did Charlie Chaplin do? What the fuck is your problem? This guy, hey, this guy hates Charlie Chaplin. <laughs> <laughs> just, <laughs> just draw attention to it. Hey, everybody. This guy, this guy fucking hates... hates Charlie Chaplin. For no what reason. Did, what did Charlie Chaplin ever do to you? Yeah, dude, I'm telling you. Uh, that's my next shirt. We just got a few. Okay, so I'm going to get a new, what do you call it? One of those Teespring accounts. I'm going to get one of those third-party T-shirt accounts. And I'm going to make a couple troll-ass shirts and see if I can sell a few. I like this. I, I like I like the idea of getting people to spend their money on goofy shit. Because when you try to be too serious and you try to, like, you know, come up with some product to save the world, that's going to take a lot of time and a lot of money. But... You know, the guy who, who stayed up all night watching the news and found out at one o'clock in the morning or some shit like that, that Osama bin Laden had got killed. The motherfucker put T-shirts online that he didn't even make yet. He just mocked them shits up with a picture of Osama bin Laden and a, a crosshairs on his head. And it said, we got him. And he put it online. And within 24 hours, he sold $11,000 worth of T-shirts. Because he said, fuck it, y'all. I know somebody's going to want these t-shirts. And that's not even, I don't even know how much he made over the course of the next few weeks when he actually got the shirts made, start shipping them and everything else. But he made $11,000 by the next day because he was smart enough to catch on to something and exploit. And I don't even know, he may not have even given a fuck about what happened in the military. or he, he may not have cared about any of that, but he saw an opportunity. I like that shit, bro. He wasn't trying to do nothing impactful. <laughs> he was like, I bet y'all go want some we killed this guy shirts. You gotta diversify your portfolio. You gotta mm -hmm. have some, I'm mm -hmm. gonna bend the future when I leave the planet a little bit more righteously. This is the energy and things that I'll do to, you know, there, there, there's a time and place for that. There's there's an allocation to be made for that. But, you know, if you could sell some bullshit t-shirts right out of, you know, quick, fast, to help fund that, there's, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. No reason to feel bad about that.
Extract so, the wealth. Extract the wealth, bro. That's how you do it. I like this idea. And I'm no, pretty sure I got a whole bunch of more trolling shit I could think of, too. If I just go back through, if I go back through these characters and some of these episodes, I'm pretty sure I'll find a handful of t-shirts that'll work pretty good. I really, I, I don't know. I, I, I have a, a lot of hate for Nike and Apple. I feel like they're the biggest they're the biggest hypocritical offenders. And it's not because they're alone in their fuckery, right? There's a lot of companies that are so much more smaller than them that they get their product to market in much the same way. So they're, they're not you know, exclusively evil. But it's the fact that their products are so trendy and so beloved by people that do a lot of this moralizing. And then as organizations... They've advertised along those moralizing lines as yeah. if as if they're righteous, as if their product represents righteous. So I feel I feel like a particular disdain in my heart to to drum up um, outrage against them. I feel like that's a righteous thing. So I don't know, maybe like a shirt like uh, uh, no Nike, no Apple, no slavery. Mm. That that yeah, that's powerful. That's gonna piss some people off because they just not because of the slavery, but because they like Nike and Apple. It's like, wait a minute, why are you putting my favorite brands on a shirt with the word slavery? Yeah, that'll piss right. some and, people off immediately. And you can have like uh, the no is like all you know, in the same font all the way down as you like no no Nike have the little icon you know the swoosh no Apple have the little um um. Uh, the apple with the you know bite out of it, and then no slavery, and have like you know little fists with the shackles, yeah. like an icon for it. Like I think there would be a dope way to make that simple, and like it's a quick message that's super, um, it's super divisive, it's polarizing, and it is, it, and it kind of it does make you feel bad because you're immediately associating all three of those things together, two things that you absolutely love. One thing that you at least publicly absolutely despise, but all three are absolutely integrated in ways where they can't be unraveled one from the other. So how yeah. do you reconcile the fact that you love these shoes so much and you love this phone so much, but you hate this this oppressive act so much, but yet both of those products get to market largely because of that third thing that you hate? How do you unravel all that and feel okay about it? So I, I think it would be good to really make people uncomfortable. Yeah. And, you know, as far as like any repercussions, like I would love to have that argument. Like, because it's nothing like where you're speculating or you're using hyperbole. You know what I mean? Because, I mean, and there's hyperbolic speech all over the place. I mean, that's that's the tone for the age. You know, uh, uh, language is violence. So, I mean, right. hyperbole is all over anyway. So this is something that's not really that hyperbolic. You know, it's 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 a technical stretch. There's not maybe literal uh, slaves at every point of the production process, but there's 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 some slave-like conditions sprinkled in there that are undeniably horrific to the point where you wouldn't want yourself or anybody you love to be in that position. So bad to get those shoes. Like if your mother had to work 18 hours a day, seven days a week, in you know one of these factories so that you could have the shoes, I don't think you'd be cool with it. Or so that you could have the phone. You know what I'm saying? For the individual that had to face it like that, you know, oh, my mother, you know, my sister, 
my cousin, you know, me? Oh, yeah, that'd be horrible. Somebody I don't know on the other end of the world? Yeah, I don't know. The new ones look dope. It's just disgusting. Especially when, at the same time, people are here talking about injustice and what people are doing and what this is and and how it's affecting this group of people or, or that group of people. But as far as product consumption goes, when it comes to shit we like, you can't make that call. You can't make... And, and to me, they, they could have turned the corner by now. And I think that's the worst part is we know for a long time. I don't know if it's true, 100% true, but we know what's, what energy built the type of wealth that exists in this country. It wasn't a compassionate fairness, equality energy. It was cutthroat shit. We know that, especially when you're talking just about corporate and making money. You know, it's the shrewd businessmen. We, that's what we know. That's what we know worked. So there's a historical record of that being a fact. But they could have turned the corner anytime after they start making billions of dollars a year consistently, especially when they you know, start milking the products out and making a new one every six months and, and purposely making your old one fucked up so to force you to buy a new one, like all the fuckery. They could have turned the corner a long time ago and just started to change the culture of their business. They're, they're almost too big to fail at this point. They they lead the the consciousness of, of what's going on around them. So whatever they said was the new standard would have been the new standard, period. If they just would have made a new campaign and said, we're going to treat our employees different, we're going to change our blah, 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 their stock would have still went up. Just like if they said, yo, we don't give a fuck, we're going to get this product to you no matter what, and you're going to buy another one six months from now. People would find a way to make that the new okay. Maybe like, I love that new Apple ad. Did you see how, how, how brave they were by telling us we were going to buy right. another phone? <laughs> you know, they would find a way to spin it and make it be the most groundbreaking shit that's ever been done in marketing because people love them so much. They just love their shit. And I don't know, I guess, you know, it works itself out one way or the other. They're going to have to be confronted with it sooner or later, but it's not going to be, uh, I, I think it'll be a long time before it's in a way That'll really affect people. It wouldn't affect them unless they found out that, you know, Apple had some kind of slave ranch in like Utah or some shit like that. If it was here in America and they had had kidnapped kids working in the factory or some shit like that, that might, you know, that might bring their stock price down a little bit. But you can you can have a live stream of the Nike factory that was put up (laughs) so you can watch children be. disrespected and fucking forced to work for hours on end for pennies a week and shit like that. And that would become the new pipeline to seeing the new shoes that's getting made. Dude, you People could have completely a ignore it. <laughs> you could have a commercial where you see the silhouette of a kid sitting at a bench tying up uh, you know, fixing up a shoe and a dude with a whip behind him. And he swings the whip, and the whip cracks on his back and makes the little swoosh sign. And then the camera pans out, and it becomes like the insignia. Just do it. And <laughs> their sales wouldn't go down even a little bit. Yeah, I don't think they, so. They could incorporate it into their campaigns, and it would be fine. That that That's what I really think. I don't know. I would... I'm going to have to talk to a lawyer to see what, what the uh, legal ramifications could be. Because if it's, as long as you identify it in some capacity as parody, um, you're, you have free reign. There's nothing. And, that's, and they've, they've fought that out in court um, 
number of times and precedent is set. Like if it's parody, you are good. So like I would be I would be really interested in like making fake commercials for Apple and um, Nike where you really just lay out who they are for real in the commercial. And it's so odious and it's so offensive and it's so <laughs> horrifically over the top. Like I because I can visualize that in my head of seeing like the little silhouette, just like the Jordan jump man. You know what I right. mean? Like how that iconic signature, but instead it's just a dude with the whip and a kid at a at a at a, <laughs> a little workstation. And <laughs> and it's the same like silhouette, that clean design, and then the the shape of the whip cracking back, it kind of forms the little swoosh, and then it and then it it like blend, you know, it 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 like fades in or zooms in to reveal itself, and then it just pops up, just do it. Like to just wow. advertise, like give them free advertising in a way that's like you're still advertising them, but you're advertising them in a way that's a million times more honest and incredibly offensive. But if the outrage is, hey, you're making our brand look bad with these uh, commercials, oh, our, our fake parody commercial is making you look bad, not the actual slavery. Okay. Yeah, like, make that argument publicly. I'm totally fine. I'm dying to have that argument. I'm, they just I'm dying like, to have to defend that. They just be like, you call it slavery. We call it the lengths we're willing to go to provide you with the products you love. And then they would get a standing ovation. <laughs> they would get a standing ovation if they said that at one of those uh, E3 or whatever the, whatever they do to, to release all their new products and shit like that. If they said that in the room, if they showed footage of child slavery and said, these are the lengths that we're willing to go to get you the products you love, I feel like the people in the room would stand up and clap. <laughs> I think that's the world we live in, straight up. And when it comes to Nike or something like that, and like you said, Nike, Apple, there's nothing that they could do at this point, I think, to change uh, people's willingness to follow and, and buy their products. They, they, I don't think they could do anything wrong. I, ideally, it would be great if the world wanted to go into a direction where it wasn't willing to be that exploitive to bring its product to market, um, that may be a little um, uh, ambitious, right? To actually bring into fruition in, in our lifetime, right? Um, but to at least fire some artistic shots across the bow to kind of move it there, I like that idea. And also, I like the idea of taking away just completely evaporating their moral authority. So yeah. I, so the, the degree to which we can um, shut some of these people the fuck up a little bit, I just, I, I get giddy at that prospect. So just the idea that we can link these two beloved products to these horrific shit that a lot, of, you know, it was like when, um, I think there was some like internal memo, like Nixon was like, look, um, we're going to make weed illegal, not because we think it's dangerous, but a lot of these fucking war protesters, these goddamn hippies, they smoke weed. So we can't arrest them for protesting, but we can arrest them for weed. So let's just go ahead and officially codify it with a federal law and make weed illegal. Uh, so we have an excuse to arrest these people. Mm. That's what I feel like. All of these people that are going around and protesting, they're, they're protesting hippies. And they're, they're, they're poisoning all humor they're poisoning all conversation. They're poisoning all intelligent dialogue that's trying to take place to solve problems. 
and I want all of their moral authority to evaporate. So I can't silence you just because what you're saying is dumb and you shouldn't have as much influence over culture as you do, but I know that you smoke weed. You're addicted to luxurious, meaningless gadgets and, and stupid style icons. So since you love Nike and Apple, I feel like I can wipe out overnight 95% of woke moralizing if you can take away all their credibility by immediately pointing out their hypocrisy. If you're, if you're talking to me on an iPhone, I don't have to, to hear anything you say. If you come up to me to evangelize me with this woke shit and you got a pair of Nikes on, I can immediately dismiss you. To, to, to put that out in the culture in a significant way um, and to get some fuel behind it, to, to marginalize a lot of this ridiculous moralizing, I'll take that as the consolation prize. For, for ending China, China's exploitation. That's <laughs> yeah, a good consolation worth, prize. It's worth it. It's the, it's the obvious next one up in wokeness. You got to take it to the extreme. And this is not even technically an extreme. The only extreme is that you would hold people accountable for their actions. That's the only extreme in this. Because it's real. There's a real line between these companies and these practices. A real one. It's most... You know, I'm sure a lot of people at the surface, it sounds fun to be like, oh, a corporation, oh, and they're doing bad stuff. But no, yeah, it's it's just the facts. It's just the facts. And when you're dealing with people who do that kind of shit, when it comes, and not, and not just, oh, we got to get it for cheap and sell it for a high price. It's deeper than that. The shit that's going on, that's tying them to the things that they're doing, and it's accessible information. Anybody can go... <laughs> It's it's just stupid. Anybody can go look right at this shit and make a decision, but they won't. They but they would make a decision if it was, uh, you know, a cake place who doesn't want to make a cake for a gay couple. Then we can make a decision as a society. They're wrong. We're gonna have some type of junctions against them and close their shop and let's make sure they never do business again. And yeah, that works. But actual big-ass corporations making hundreds of billions and billions of dollars, exploiting people on purpose, it, it, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that, that's the know. tribalistic impulse of satisfying the gods by throwing somebody in the volcano. Right. That's what that is. So right. we don't want to end all of this exploitive, <laughs> corrupt shit as a civilization. No. But we're willing to ruin your business and your life so that the rest of us feel like we're moral people. So right. you're the bad guy. Your non-cake baking bakery shit is the height of evil. And therefore, we can point and look at that and feel like we're good because we've eradicated you from society without ever addressing any of that shit that's profitable and horrifically more vile in its ability to create misery on the earth than your, your, your cake bigotry. Mm. <laughs> it's an easy uh, out. It's, yeah, that, that makes perfect sense. That makes now perfect that I'm sense. I'm thinking about it, like even like when that um when it was revealed how racist the um the ice cream song is, like right, right. what if we would have had a T-shirt ready to go of like an ice cream truck with a watermelon on it, like like it would immediately convey it if you knew what we were talking about, you'd get it or you wouldn't get it, and both sides could potentially love it. I mean. Mm -hmm. I think you'd get way more people on the left liking the idea of like, yo, thanks for calling this racist shit out. That's what it really is. You're right. The good human man's a fucking racist. But I got to think there'd be a couple people on the right would be like, yeah, yeah, 
I love that shirt. <laughs> I gotta get me a couple of right. those. They they wouldn't see it as calling it out, and you know yeah, they would see it as like celebrating occupy. it. That's yeah. a good space to occupy, that gray area where it can be interpreted differently. And like you said, you can make two different ads on Facebook, whatever. you can shirt. Put, For the same shirt and just do it a little, tweak them a little bit differently to different crowds. And you can, wow, that's some genius shit, bro. That's some genius shit. That's what the algorithm is for, to be exploited. And, and then what a great right thing things. to be able to do at the end of it to say, okay, both of you motherfuckers, like we have the sales data. It was almost neck and neck for some of these products. You literally loved the same shit. Right. You right. both loved two plus two equals Hitler. For different reasons, but you both right. loved it. You lo- substantively, you loved the exact same shit. Are we really that different? Are we really right. that different? So we actually save in the world by, through trolling by, t-shirts. We're saving the world with trolling t-shirts. Who to thunk? That's beautiful. I'm on it. I'm on it. Yeah, two plus two versus equals Hitler will be done tonight. <laughs> I'm making that shit tonight. I love it. Yo, he did nothing wrong. Is genius. <laughs> yeah, this man did nothing wrong. I like that too. Yeah, I got a couple t-shirts to make, bro. And it's a certain like it's a culture to it. That's why it needs its own space. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's a, this is something that people know they can go to specifically. There's like there's websites on the internet where if you say the name of them, people know what you went there for. Right. It's not like some are like, oh yeah, what's that? They know if you go into certain, you go into 4chan, you go in there to find some sicko shit. Some, you know what I'm saying? The, the the terrible shit that you find easy on the internet is on 4chan. So they need to come to our website when they're pissed off at liberals or pissed off at conservatives, and you want to troll them. Come to this website and you uh, and you find you a T-shirt that's gonna piss people off when you walk around in public. I love it. I saw a woman wearing a shirt the other day that said, "Don't five things you don't mess with," and it had a big American flag on the back of the shirt too. Five things you don't mess with. It was like friends, guns, Bible, something like that. I don't know. It was something like that. Friends, guns, Bible, and some other shit. And her whole attitude, like her whole energy was almost confrontational. Like I felt like when people, it's like seeing somebody wearing a MAGA hat. They make this weird eye contact with you and they're like, yeah, yeah, you don't like it? What? What, do you want to say something? They know. They know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. And those people seem like, uh, I feel like they got revenue that I need to take control of. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. And and also too, because... We're making little rage time bombs by silencing these people. They feel like they're 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 just chomping at the bit. They're they got a hankering for any kind of self-expression that they can get. And so for that woman to feel like, you know, like that was a lot of pent-up expression for her to have that kind of attitude with a fucking shirt. But you right. but but I agree with you. The people and I've seen a lot I forget the one I saw. I saw one that was like a dude, he had like an acronym. It was like some pro Trump, pro America shirt. And it had said something very similar to that about the Bible and guns and things like that. And I feel like those those people, like they're they're highly motivated now to have some kind of expression. And I can feel righteous as fuck about all of this shit because I honestly believe collectively what we've kind of 
over the body of work of this this last year's experiment, we have absolutely ran the gambit as being the most objective, reasonably uh, a reasonable uh, people in search of some kind of rational truth. I would go so so far as to say um, in the entire universe. I'm that confident <laughs> in, in what we've done because because anybody who would think what like so if you if you just like the woke bashing. Right. And you're like, oh, yeah, I like these guys because they both, you know, they you know, they're one of us because they bash that woke shit. OK, we've immediately lost those people's full allegiance when they hear <laughs> the Yakub shit right. and the white people uh, licking ice cream cones with their dogs. Like we've 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 sufficiently offended them. And it's like, look, we're we're not trying to pick a side. We're just trying to explain whatever's reasonable when this side's right about this. We'll say, okay, we think that's right. When this side's wrong about that, we'll say, we think. But it's the most honest thing. It's There's nobody with a cultural gun to either one of our heads to say, you have to agree with this. And so I think organically, we've come up with the most, the, the most honest shit that's not really like gunning. For, like everybody's trying to identify themselves in order to get an audience to, to be hardcore one thing or the other. And then right. just speak to that. So I think one of the advantages we're going to have in the long term is we will never have to do like any kind of fucking tap dancing or catering to any kind of shit like to where we would ever resent our audience. Like right out of the gate, you got offended and you got everything that we had front loaded. And if you thought, oh, oh, well, you know, they were making fun of, you know, white people in your and all of this other shit and, you know, uh, they were they were saying Nick Cannon wasn't that bad, right? <laughs> but then you could go in there, and there's plenty of shit. Was like, yeah, you know, FBI statistics. Yeah, there's a lot of crime in the hood. Yeah, the news is lying about this. And then you immediately lose those people. So the people yeah. that like the fact that we triggered some shit from the other side, and and they're like, oh yeah, no, they're they're on the woke shit. Clearly, these are some conscious dudes. It's like, yeah, we lost you with the woke effects. We offended you. So, <laughs> you know. Yeah, stick around. Stick around. You keep shaving people off. Eventually, the people that are left, the core people, will understand what's happening. You're shaving off all the bullshit. It's a whole bunch of shit that we don't even need to be dealing with that we're getting hung up on. We could be moving past that shit super easy. Super and, easy. And, and what a great way to cultivate that much needed. Like, look, I'm not, I'm not trying to suck dick of either political spectrum we can have opinions you know uh, but there's no reason to be married to to any of this shit in such a way where it's like you know more this this tribalistic shit you know i i really feel i really feel good about i know we've said a lot of uh offensive shit uh Ooh, not man. all of it into yeah but 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 it's i i can honestly stand by the fact that there's nothing in this whole history of this shit that's been remotely close to anything hateful there, right. there there's a lot of shit talk there's absolutely no fucking hate speech however you want to define that shit and how whatever liberties you want to take with that definition there's nothing in in any of this shit that we've gone over that's remotely hateful and for for every time you can find one point on one side to say we we cater to this side or we you know favor this or that you can find something that's the polar opposite you know what i'm saying yeah. Somewhere, that's, that's somewhere. That's a sign of growth. Shit. That's a sign of real growth. It's real shit. It's real shit. I'm yeah, trying I mean, to. No, no go, go ahead. ahead. I was gonna say dual triggered uh, t-shirts. Yeah. Du that's dual dual place. triggering t-shirts. 
It's a perfect place to be. It's only right. With all the with all the spaces we've successfully moved through, <laughs> trying to figure all of this shit out, it's only right that we find that perfect vein right in the middle. And neither one of them have to know that they're buying the same shirt. Right. <laughs> it, it won't be <laughs> it won't be any real like so the marketing will go out to different people, but once they get to the website, the website is neutral. The website will be neutral. We're not gonna show both sides on there. I think it'll be perfect. Because everybody wants to troll. That's the commonality between both sides. Not even both sides, all sides. That's the commonality. Everybody kind of wants to troll a little bit. And if you can take advantage of that need to troll and piss the other side off, yeah, that's where the real money is. I mean, you can always double down on and choose a side. If there is a side to choose, I think yeah, everything is everything, bro. For the sake of revenue, I'm like people run from the term grifter. I have no problem with that. I have no problem with grifting, not in the sense of misleading or misrepresenting any beliefs, but for the sake of making money, catering, anybody that has a fucking job, if you hold a job, you're catering to the demands of your employer, whether you like them or not. That's the point of having a job. If you're going to manufacture a product, I'm fine with that. As long as we have intellectual and um, a rational freedom. To, to be independent thinkers and speak freely, right? As, as long as that, then I think there's a huge amount of authenticity there that I personally wouldn't be at all uncomfortable. Um, I want to say betraying that authenticity. The authenticity is always there. But to say, okay, well, you guys had this vision and you're making um, you know, these the neutral shirts and I can totally get behind that and it is kind of a troll on both sides and pointing out the absurdity, all this tribalistic shit and blah, blah, blah. Yo, an election season comes along and people are out of their fucking minds. If you want a shirt about your candidate and you're going to pay $35 for that shirt, I'm absolutely willing to sell you that shirt. I don't give a fuck. I'll give you whatever you want. If yeah. you're making $11,000 in one night, that that's fine. I'm fine with giving people what they want for something as trivial as that. But if you want me to just pretend I'm going to say some shit where I'm going to agree with you, nah, nah. I would if I, if I would have found a way to make a million dollars off of selling Joe Biden T-shirts, I'm absolutely not happy with him as the president. But I would not give a fuck to sell T-shirts. That right. him. I wouldn't right. feel bad about it at all, and I don't think that makes me a piece of shit. Is that really, is that really being a grifter though? I feel like with a grifter, people don't get what they paid for. I think that's part of being a grifter is that they're not getting what they invested in. Or you, I mean, to be a grifter, you got to sell them some fake stock or some shit like that. You well, know what I'm saying? If you're selling them a T-shirt the, and an idea, if if they see the idea in the words on the T-shirt and they understand it, I don't think right. you're grifting. You're giving them exactly what they asked for. And they're getting a the real T-shirt. It's not like you played well, them. I, I, in the traditional sense, you're absolutely right about a grifter. But like in, in, the, in the social media space where people use the term, like people use the term grifter with Candace Owens. Like, oh, she don't really believe that. She's just telling people that want to hear her say that what they want to hear. So she's a grifter. Uh, right, Jordan okay. Peterson has been accused of being a grifter. Uh, Tariq Nasheed, you know, is okay. accused of being a grifter. Well, they've all you know chosen what I mean? a side. They've also all chosen a side. So it's easy to say they're, they're perpetuating a specific idea in right. opposition to another idea. So they've chosen a side. So for but people, they're saying, they're saying say they don't, don't really, really believe, believe it, though. Oh, yeah, that's an easy conversation to say, oh, you don't really believe. And if you choose a side, then that uh, 
that accusation would apply. But if you're mm-hmm. right in the middle ground, right, to where both sides, you're not changing your message at all. The, the change is happening in how the person looking at it is interpreting it. And, and I think that it gives us a lot of integrity to give honest opinions to when there is no um, there is no compulsion like we're held hostage because uh, we refuse to be uh, um, fully associated with a side. I, th- I think there's a wisdom in that. So if I say, you know, OK, well, between Biden and Trump, I thought Trump was the better choice based on this, this and reason. That don't mean I agree with uh, Trump supporters on absolutely everything or there's not a whole bunch of things I could criticize about them and about Trump. Like I'm giving you my honest opinion. I'm not telling you what you need to think or what you need to believe or telling you that um, if you agreed with Joe Biden or you voted for Joe Biden, now I got to hate you. I'm, I'm not on, on that, on that. Um, I'm not down for that kind of energy. You know what I'm saying? But I feel right. like the only way that, that we can combat a lot of this like um, intellectual hostage taking is just to be able, oh, this is what I think. This is what I, this is what I really think. And sometimes it's going to line up with uh, what you want to hear. And sometimes it's not going to, but the right. only way that you're going to know that I'm being authentic with you is if I tell you what I really think, even if it's, if it's going to be offensive. And I think, I think that's going to be a, a big new currency moving forward because i do think there's a lot of energy out there where there's people try to get rich in those echo chambers where they're just trying to tell people what they want to hear and then they kind of become hostage of their audience and now they they can't say anything that they really think or their own audience is trying to cancel them and i think a lot of people are feeling those effects and it's just a it's a a silly short-term game or short-term gain to get well i got some money off of this off this grift, it's like, yeah, but you can never be yourself or say what the fuck you really think ever again, because yeah. you you've you've already painted yourself into this corner. And I don't know, man. I just I feel like this this um this deep rebellious impulse to shake off any of that shit. Not like just to be a contrarian for the sake of being a contrarian, but when like everybody is like, yo, we gotta do this or we gotta think this, that it, it it sparks something up in me. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know that we all got to do that. I don't yeah. know. I'm not convinced. Yeah, I'm not with it. I'm not with it. I'm not going with that shit. I'm going to stick to exactly what we've been doing. <laughs> I think this shit is perfect. And it's and obviously with the developments that's been happening lately, this shit is uh, walking us right. About to be a fortune in offense mining. We're going to be <laughs> just m- trigger mining. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna have a fucking a billion dollar trigger factory that's all we make we don't make the whole gun we don't make the bullets we just make the triggers that's all we do and hand them out to people and i and i feel totally okay about that if we give if we have a product that is motivational self-help stop fucking with tribalism stop fucking with hate and anger and all of these negative things that are ultimately preventing you from growing into the best you. I think that's that's a, a um, an incredibly helpful tool. It's a beautiful use of energy to invest that into people's lives. And I think ultimately everybody getting more and more in that 
vein of thinking, whether they do it via anything we put out or some other avenue, that's good for the world, and I applaud it, and I think that that's a good thing. So I don't feel any qualms if that kind of energy and effort is being put into putting something like that out there that's positive, and then also uh, there's some super offensive cartoons, and also there's some super offensive T-shirts. Because I think when you talk about what what the reality and what the substance of things is, like, yeah, yeah, there's, there's, it's all love. It's all peace. It's, there's no hate about it. Um, but I live in a world that is basically channeling all of those negative things for energy, and I have to make a living in this world. And if I can lampoon some of that absurdity and give you some offensive entertainment that's triggering to both sides, I think that that's a... I, I don't think at all that that's a horrible thing. If anything, it has the potential to be cathartic. I think people can find some catharsis in um, the fallout from outrage mining. Yeah, absolutely. So all it is is opportunities for people to grow because the the only real true information they can find out at the end of anything that we have anything to do with that they, that triggered them. All they're going to find out at the end is none of the shit is, you know, purposely hurtful. Mm. There's nothing in anywhere where people where, you know, we intend to be hateful or anything like that. And, and of course, there's going to be conversations about how you can't really uh, you don't know how people are going to take things, how they're going to receive it, which is true. But that's up to them to get whatever they get out of it. If they know the intent is not to be like, oh, we're going to destroy people's lives with these cartoons. I'm going to make sure you have a deep depression after you watch this because it's about you. That's not right. That's not what's and, happening. But by that same token, too, because I never hear people flip it on its head any other way. It's like, well, you don't get to tell people how they feel about how they're interpreting your art or what you say. It's like, yeah, that's true, but you also don't get to tell the person that said it what they intended when they said it. So if I tell you that I'm lampooning anti-Semitism with a character called the Juice, God's chosen beverage, and he does (laughs) sneak into your house, he's a very subtle Kool-Aid man. If if I tell you that that, those characteristics, oh, well, that's anti-Semitic. You, you know, clearly you're alluding to the Jews. Clearly that's what you're doing. Well, I'm telling you, I'm making fun of all of those conspiracy theories that are attached to um, anti-Semitism and making a character that embodies it because it's funny to make fun of the absurdity, absurdity of some of that shit. And yeah, some people will see it and they'll be like, good, he needs to make fun of the Jews. They're destroying everything. But some people <laughs> will be like, Okay, well, he's clearly making fun of uh, anti-Semitism with this absurd exaggeration. And some people be like, this shit is just absurd and goofy, so it's funny. You know? But it's like, it, it, if, if, if you, as the, as the interpreter of the art, are allowed to be offended by it, okay, that's absolutely 100% accurate. You're right. Nobody gets to tell you what should or shouldn't offend you. But by that same token... You can't say because you were offended by something that this is why the person crafted it. You know, he was just trying to be as outrageous as possible and hurt people's feelings. He really wanted people to relive the horrors of the Holocaust with that joke. That's what he wanted to do. Nah, you don't get to say that. You don't get to do that. You get to ask the person, hey, what did you mean by this? Why did you come up with this? 
What was your intention with that? And then let the, and let them explain. And again, if if Family Guy and South Park are still on the air, right. I mean, obviously exactly. you could be grandfathered in to where it's like you know it's such an institution that they don't even try to fuck with it to take it down. Right. Because they've already drawn the line in the sand. Yep, we're trying to be funny. We don't give a fuck. There ain't shit that you could tell me. I love Next. Yeah. They're perfect examples. They're perfect examples. Because they don't give a shit about nothing. And like I said, again, that's that middle ground thing. You can't you can't really pick who, like, okay, who do they dislike on South Park? Just as a, as a culture of South Park, who do they dislike the most? There's no way you can tell by watching those episodes. And anybody who feels offended, I guarantee you can get 50, 60, 100 different people to be offended by different episodes for their specific subgroup of humanity. But all of them are going to be offended about separate shit, which shows you that they haven't chosen a side. Everybody gets it equally. Anything is worthy of being made fun of. And that's, I think that's how you protect yourself. When you start to put too much of your, if you start leaning too much one way or the other and you, you draw your line in the sand, that's when you open yourself up to more criticism. But if you just give it to everybody all the way around, that's how you're foolproof. That's how and you I make think it's, a 30 year franchise. I think it's the most way to be. Yeah. That, that, yeah. That's what I, I used to love about Carlin too. And sometimes I find myself quoting Carlin like he's the Bible. Like he'd left so much fucking genius behind when you were saying and I, I forgot to touch on I wanted to pull one of his quotes when you were talking about um about how the energy with which a lot of um wealth has been created like yeah they could change the the direction of the machine anytime they wanted uh but clearly they're cool with having it built on this energy and continuing that direction um I think it was on uh you were all diseased where he was like you know how you know businessmen are just complete pieces of shit is that they don't even trust each other. Like, when they shake each other's hand, they're already assuming that this guy wants to fuck them as bad as they're trying to fuck them. He's like, that's why they have these long, elaborate contracts, because they don't even trust each other. They got to get everything in writing and have really complicated language, because they already go into the situation assuming, like, of course this guy's trying to fuck me. I'm trying to fuck him. This is just the way that we interact. So it, it, it it's... It's, yeah, the, the nature of um, business and that cutthroat shit, it, it's just kind of accepted that that's how you got to be. You got to be as shrewd and as reptilian brained as possible to be successful. And to a degree, it, it's kind of true, but it's, it's, um, it's, it also has to do with culture. Culture is the, the barrier to prevent it from going in that direction. If you just leave it to computers and robots, they're always going to find the most efficient way. Right. So if you get people thinking about their own self-interest in that same way and saying, fuck all the consequences, I have to be as viciously concerned with myself as I'm assuming everybody else is going to get. That's how you get that kind of culture in business that we've cultivated and that we just expect it to be that way. We expect it to be that way. But the only thing that would really stop that is all, you know, we're, we're not running on autopilot. You know, we have the ability um to, to man the wheel of how we're going to do that. And so if all those same people making those decisions ever stopped and, and considered like, mm, I'm going to factor this into the equation when I'm making these decisions. I'm going to think about the other person and really what's fair and reasonable. I'm not going to try to fuck everybody. Right now in the world that we live in, that person would be devoured. Right? right. They, they, they would not be sustained. 
But ideally, eventually we would want to get to a world where the culture has changed to such a degree that that dude becomes a pariah. That dude isn't able to to do business with us. The, the guy that would take advantage to that degree that wouldn't let some sort of underlying culture be like his, you know, you know, uh, bottleneck his choices to where he's not going to be totally um, uh, motivated by self-interest, you know, that 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 only can take place um, is if you have a culture of people that aren't going to let businesses just be amoral to be profitable, that that only comes from culture. And again, it's a um, it's an indictment against everybody. It's not yeah. just, yo, let's blame the, the, the rich, the rich. They're the pieces of shit. They're the ones that did this. The rich could not get rich if there wasn't people propping them up. It's not like they got rich in a vacuum. They got rich selling you shit that you want. What a fucking beautifully brilliant way to articulate that shit. Um, yeah, we, yes, we have slaves, but that's how committed we are <laughs> to make sure you get the products that you love. You know what it takes to get you guys these phones at this price? You want to spend $6,000 for an iPhone? Right. Because that's what it's going to be. If we have to have free Americans making these products, oh, my God. They're already getting you for a grand now. So just imagine, yeah, six, seven grand. It'll be 10 grand for an iPhone. And then it'll be real prestigious. Would it be more prestigious if it's made by free people? Or it was part of the mystique, the fact that it's made by unwilling slaves. Mm. Mm. Maybe, maybe that's what all this is. It's an elaborate, um, an elaborate web of like international um, subterfuge or whatever. Like you can't get away with the shit in America, so we're gonna find some way using um, these international alliances so that we can still. It's not even about it's getting there cheaper. We just need some slave energy. We've told everybody we've put slavery over here. But if I'm being honest with you, when I'm picking up this this cup of uh, tea uh, uh, with my pinky finger and I take this sip, I want to be able to do it knowing that a slave fashioned this porcelain. It's just something about it that just makes it taste more delectable. Maybe that's it. Maybe Maybe the real conspiracy is we always have to have some kind of slave energy. We just have to. Wow. It just That's doesn't horrible. make it feel as decadent. That's horrible. That's horrible. We have to. People won't want it. If they just know other regular people, you know, somebody just went to work and made this iPhone, you got like $15 an hour to make this thing. Now I got to pay $8,000. I don't like it. And how do you know you're better than anybody at that point? Right. Right. Like, like wouldn't you feel more... Like, just think about it from, like, go back a couple thousand years and be a king or a pharaoh or some shit. You know, it, really, you're not going to feel more powerful knowing that slaves had to carry out these tasks against their will so that you could have this decadence. Isn't there something so much more empowering about that thought to know that slaves did it for you? People did yeah. it against their will. That's how much power you wield. That's how fucking important you are, America. That's how important you are, <laughs> iPhone owner. That's how important you are. That's the level of decadence. It's not a phone made by free men. Slaves yeah. made it, and that's why you're special. That's why you like it so much. I think so. The, the consciousness is if uh, if the person who made this, the, you the person who made this had to work at least a week to be able to afford it. Well, I don't want it. I don't even. I don't even know if I want the person who made this to be able to afford one. 
How about that? Yeah. That's that's the that's the bottom line for all products. If the person who made it could afford it, we don't want it. Yeah, they have to, and and just not afford, never be able to afford. <laughs> right, it. they should never have one. They'll they never, never be able one. to access it. Seeing it on the assembly line when they make it from you is as close as they'll ever get to it. That's it. That's, that's part of why I like it. Ownership. That's the feeling I like when I get in. That the people who made this can never have one. That made me euphoric when I got into the car to know that none of those men at that factory can ever have one. See what the musings do? See, we we haphazardly stumbled upon the senator uh, eating the baby conspiracy. That's the real energy. (laughs) Is is Maybe that's really what it is. It's like, yeah, we could change it and not have slavery. We really could. We really could negotiate it somewhere else. The stock price could go from 150 bucks to just 75 bucks a share. Um, the CEO would go from making 30 million a year to just seven million a year. Like we could cut the margins, pay more, use free people, but that's not what the cabal is for. The cabal is our dicks don't get hard unless there's some slave energy here. It's just there's nothing exciting about it if it wasn't crafted by someone that can afford it. I think we I think we stumbled upon it. I think that might be it. Yeah. It's vam- It's the vampires. Absolutely, they're, they're vampires. They need it. They absolutely need it. And and I can see it being at so many levels too, because every level of commerce and exchange, you find people who think they're better than the people who are serving them. Yeah. Every everywhere from every Uber drivers, level. right. So you have not only do you have somebody sitting at a restaurant that's going to cost them seven, eight hundred dollars for the night, and they got a snooty attitude, and they want you to make a mistake so they can call you out and shit, and they think you're garbage. I think they would feel. I think they would be disgusted if they came to that restaurant, say for the second time, and the person who served them last time was eating at a table next to them. <laughs> They'd be like, "What the fuck is? Don't you work here?" He's like, yeah, I'm off today. I'm just, you know, came by to have a steak. They're like, wait, you can fucking afford this? You work here and you can afford this? I don't, I'm leaving. I don't want it. I don't want it because you're a server. You serve me. You're not supposed to have the luxuries that I have. And if that's the case, is it even a luxury anymore? If the person who works at the Tesla factory can afford to drive a Tesla, somebody fucked up the books. Well, that, that, well, that, that you can. That, that's more reasonable. But see, that's what I'm saying, because he's obviously stumbled onto something that you can do things differently and still be successful. Oh, okay, I got you. So we need, we that's what we need, more examples of people employing this uh, this alternative and still being successful. Because we've had the shrewd cutthroat business, man. We had the shark for all this time, so we know that works. Now we're seeing the other side. We're seeing people talking about a whole different energy signature and still being super successful, still making smart decisions and investing, making good investments and shit like that. So it's not like all we ever knew was that up until this point, but in the last, you know, few years, decades, maybe shit's been changing. So we have other examples. We have co-ops all over the world doing great where everybody gets stock shares and everybody that shit's working. It don't have to be exploitative all the time. You know what I mean? I think it's some kind of, I forget the name of the company. It's a yogurt company that did it. And everybody's like got equal say in where the company goes. And I mean, I'm sure you can't just do that with everybody. There's some lazy, goofy motherfuckers you're going to have to fire that just not supposed to be involved with that kind of shit. But for the most part, I think that shit empowers people. 
and it'll uh, I think they'll appreciate it and you'll automatically the culture of your workplace will be different if you got real state this shit is really taking care of you and changing your life and you have a real stake in the future of this company doing well I feel like that's the person that you know picks up garbage off the floor after they checked out after they clocked out they see some little you know balled up piece of paper on the floor they're like let me just take care of that real quick I fucking like this place and they don't it's come different. back and shoot the place up either Right, yeah, there's less, a lot less likely. But yeah, it's crazy, man. People just don't understand. Well, they're starting to. I think we're seeing, that's why we're seeing the examples that we're seeing right now is because people's consciousness is changing and that's kind of what they want to see. That's what they've been wanting to see for a long time. But you just got to do that shit. You got to do that shit. Leading by example is the only way. I was yep. talking about this the other day. You have to be the person in the chair that makes that decision when they come to you with those two pieces of paper and you got a company, you created a product, you're doing well, your life has changed. You're like, yeah, this is my shot. This could really get big and, and, and do something for me. This could be in it. This could be generational wealth, all of those ideas. And you're sitting at the table and they come to you with those two sheets of paper. They say, look, man, I mean, you know, we can get the product, but we either going to get it over here from these people for 13 cents <laughs> Or we go do this over here for four dollars. It's totally up to you. And you know what's on the other side of that 13 cents. You know, it's not a, you know, we know what the deal is. And you could apply that to anything. If somebody tell you that you want to buy a car, somebody say I got one for five grand and one for forty seven dollars, you're gonna be like, wait a minute. Right. Something ain't right with that cheap one. So it's the same thing here. You know what the deal is. So you have to make that decision. Instead of standing on the street level pointing the finger at people and, and it's not like you got to create a billion dollar corporation to do it all you got to do is get a shopify account and decide you know try to start a little drop shipping business what you want to sell you want to sell some soap all right they got a bar of soap that you can sell. this would cost four cents and it's shipped from china this one costs a little bit more because somebody handmade it here like you'll see it right from the beginning level you have decisions to make if you want to sell t-shirts they got to, you have decisions to make. And if you can't make those decisions at the lower level, you can't expect yourself to make them at the higher level. So you got to hold yourself accountable and stop complaining about what other people are doing if you're not willing to be the alternative yourself. If you say managers shouldn't treat their employees like that, start a business, get some employees and treat them the way you think they should be treated. See how it works out for you. Maybe they know something we don't know. Like you said, maybe it don't work if it's not slave energy attached to it. Maybe that's what they find out when you make $100 million and shit and you're like, yeah, I'm going to save the world. And they just bring you into that meeting and shit. Like, yeah, we all thought the same thing, buddy. But uh, if you if you try to switch it up, you're going to go broke. Your stock's going to go through the floor. That's just the way it is. It has to have exploitation attached to it or people are not going to buy it. Maybe, and, who knows? But I, gotta find, I have to find out for myself. You have to find out for yourself. And I would even say beyond... Um, Cause that that that's a tall order for a lot of people. Hey, just start a business, or there's a, like that's some good examples. Like you know, just start something as simple as like a Shopify uh, drop ship, and the choices that you'll have to make. Like it is a lot lot harder when you're responsible for something and the rubber meets the road. Your idealism goes out the window, and you'll see a lot of the people that wield that idealism, which is is very noble, and I understand the impulse. And I do think for a lot of people, it comes from a good and sincere place. But when it comes to actually affecting change, it's like, okay, confront that ideal idealism with um, 
the real the real demand to produce something right that that's when it matters it doesn't matter when it's just in your head because that doesn't affect anything yeah. like to what degree can you integrate those morals and that idealism into real world situations and i think a lot of people would rightfully argue well it's because it's the whole system's fucked up so there's nothing i can do since the whole system's fucked up you got to change the system before we can engage it in a way that's not fucked up and if it wasn't fucked up right out of the gate we would be able to make those decisions and things would be profitable but because everybody's already opened up this pandora's box of fuckery and exploitation you're forcing me to have no other option if I want to compete. So I would say I'm not even going to compete because I know it's all fucked up already. And that's a valid, that's a valid argument. Right. Yeah. So so I would say too that um, what really changes then is we're all responsible for the morality of our culture. That That's where all of us really have um, more of a vote about how things are done. Because I know we've We've drilled this fucking point a trillion and a half times over and over and over. But really, none of these things that we say that we hate seeing in the world are profitable without people being consumers. That's it. That's your real vote. Your money. Uh, Fucking having an opinion on Facebook, having an opinion on Twitter, moralizing and getting people fired because you're standing up for the woke righteousness or whatever you think that you're doing that you think is, hey, this is the work. This is the Lord's work. This is what's moving us to a better tomorrow. I'm doing it, right? None of that shit fucking matters. None of that shit matters. At the end of the day, if you enter and engage with the world and you create some wealth for yourself and then you hand that wealth over to the evil people and that makes them wealthy, you've already fucked up. It doesn't matter who you moralize at that point. It doesn't matter... um, any grandstanding that you do or speeches that you give or who you're aligned with politically and who you vote for, none of that shit matters. If you hand your money over to evil people to buy shit that you know is produced in a fucked up way, you're making it profitable for them. So I would say if you don't want to start a fucking business and to take on that, um, that kind of responsibility and that headache to try to prove that it can be done, you know, you're not going to change all of the gears of the machine. But if you take away that appetite because people decide collectively, yo, we're all going to, yo, 30 million of us are going to bind together and we may not agree on everything, but we're morally bound or we have common ground on this moral issue. So we are not at all in any way going to hand money over to XYZ companies till they change it and you make it to where it's not profitable for them to do business that way that's the only way you change it that that's the only way and that and that's something that 100% comes from culture and appetites and that we we as as human beings we have full autonomy over you don't have control over what the next person does but you absolutely have control over what you do but the, the justification always is, well, shit, if you're going to live in a house and have running water, I ain't going to live in a house and not have running water because it's not enough. So it wouldn't change anything. So why am I going to sacrifice and live in this misery to make a point that's not effectual? Well, maybe don't go so extreme as I'm fuck running water and fuck houses. Maybe that's a little too extreme to go without. But going without iPhones? For real? Right. For real? Sneakers? Life isn't worth living. <laughs> sneakers, one particular brand of sneakers. 
and not saying you never own them again. Just saying, hey, um, just like women sometimes will say, listen, I can't get you to behave right, so no pussy for you. No pussy for you. I can't beat you up and force you to do what the fuck I say, but I know you like pussy. So therefore, I'm going to withhold the <laughs> pussy to change the behavior. Right? Yeah. And that's not saying, I, I never want to get your dick again. It's saying, no, I, I'm going to do without dick, cause, and, and I'm going to withhold the pussy because you need to behave. And so if you said, listen, Nike, I'm not giving you my money, pussy. You can't have my money, <laughs> pussy, until you start acting right. Get rid of the slaves. Pay the executives a little bit less. Pay the workers a lot more. Yes, the share price is going to fall a lot. Maybe your earnings per share is not going to be as much. Yeah, but you know what? As a leader on the level that you're at, you may start changing the momentum for other places to follow suit. And, 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 and until there's enough financial hardship by enough people holding their money pussy or hostage until they act right, it just doesn't happen. But yeah, don't say fuck it. No running water, no house. That's too extreme. But yeah, simple shit. Yeah, look. Uh, if if Nabisco if Nabisco products were made on a slave plantation, I think people could do without Cheez-Its. I think people would say, "I'm not going to eat Cheez-Its. All these Cheez-Its were made with slaves." I'll find a different uh, snack cracker. I don't know. No, Cheez-Its. I'm not sure, man. <laughs> I don't know cheeses and and wait so so they were made with slaves. Vanilla wafers were made on a plantation in Haiti, by by real deal slavery is back slaves. They're working in the Nilla wafer mines, eighteen hours a day. A lot of them are dying and losing limbs to mine these Nilla wafers. Really, you you don't think people would say, man, fuck fuck banana pudding at least for a couple months? I gotta make a statement. I'm not gonna have vanilla pudding because I guarantee you, if 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 50 million, it, fuck it, how many car, um, followers did Kim Kardashian have? Wasn't it like 70, 80 oh, million or some yeah. stupid shit. Yeah, some crazy shit. Okay, if 70, if Kim Kardashian's followers, just Kim Kardashian, 70 million people said, "Yo, for the next six months, I will buy no Nike, I will buy no Apple products," and I'm not saying I'll never buy them again. But for the next six months or a year, I want to send them a message that I want them to start getting the, the ball rolling on changing their business practices. That would absolutely have a tremendous fucking effect. Yeah. More, more, more than fucking raiding the Capitol, more than fucking getting, getting outraged about the Gucci sweater that looks like a Sambo face, more than any of the other shit that all this energy is being invested into so we can all just hate each other till the fucking end of time. You would do infinitely more just to say, you know what? This is an evil in the world. I'm going to do without shit. I mean, you know all the fucking shit people in history did without to make a point? I think, didn't Mahatma Gandhi like not eat for like two months or some stupid shit? Yeah, some goofy shit like that. Just to prove a point. I'm not going to eat anything. Right. He did without food. (laughs) No food. You don't get it. You die. And people out here drawing their line for a new pair of sneakers. And I know I sound like I'm picking on Nike because I keep saying sneakers, but it's just the the frivolousness of something like a shoe. Absolutely. Like it's a, it's just a it's a shoe, bro. And I, I guess maybe because I'm not part of the whole like, you know, whatever they're called, those uh, the sneaker heads. 
I'm just not, I don't, you know, whatever. I wear like, I wear boots. I'm still like a child of uh, boot camp click. I was raised on boot camp click, bro. That's all I wear is boots. If you wear sneakers, I feel like you, you're up to something. You're trying to get away quick or something. You're trying to climb shit. <laughs> what are you doing? But yeah, I don't know, man. I don't have that uh, that culture where I grew up and they were like the best thing ever. And so it's like a, it's an emotional thing. And it's the same thing with Apple because it's expensive. And yeah. even though billions of people fucking have them, it's, you know, uh, it's this high-end piece of machinery that everybody... And it's technically, it's kind of, you know... It's it's definitely got some smooth design. It's smart as fuck, but it's not as ahead as far as power and functionality that everybody claims it is. They're not really ahead of the curve like that. It's a cell phone. Pretty much all of them work the same way. And if there's really? any functionality that uh, you're that an Android or something like that has that Apple that uh, or Android doesn't have that Apple does have, it's probably because Apple had an injunction on their ass and won't let them use it. It's not because <laughs> of ingenuity or they're not clever enough. They'd be having lawsuits on motherfucker like, oh, uh, he has a slide bar on the face of his phone and we do slide bars, so he can't do slide bars. And the judge be like, nope, you can't do slide bars. And you're like, wait, what? This is just. This is just interface. This is user interface. They're like, nope, can't have a slide bar. Apple's, they're sick like that, bro. They get away with some wild shit. They don't make a lot of sense. Well, unless you just count, you know, I'm sure the, the money that's being changed behind the scenes, allegedly, anyway, you know, I don't know for sure, but I don't understand how you could go to some, you know how many websites use this? It's a, it's a user interface, bro. How, you, how else are you going to move the screen? They have three little dots to show that there's three other screens and we do that so they can't do that. It's like, this is just what it looks like. This is what these things look like. You didn't create that. And even if they had it before and then Apple's the one who puts the patent on it, the judges still tell, it's, it don't make no sense. It makes zero fucking sense. They're all the same. The cell phones are all the same right now, literally. For the even, most part, yeah. You, yeah. you gotta give it to Apple. Cause I, I mean, it is the the way that they design it. There is just something sleek about it that it does just make it more desirable. Uh, I mean, without without exception, you can't you can't talk. I mean, I remember there was a time where people were um, making fun of the green bubbles. You fucking got green bubbles. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Fucking elitism. loser. Cell yeah. phone elitism. Yeah, there's the, just some. They've. It's not just the way that they've marketed, and it's. And you're right. Uh, my understanding, because I'm not. I'm just not a tech geek like that. Where I give a fuck. Like I use my phone to to uh, to figure out how to plant crops and buy stocks. That's all I do with my phone. I don't. I don't care about any of the other features. Can it animate my face in in a text or none of that? I don't give a shit. Um, but um, there was one point where my girl was kind of. Um, in charge of me and I refuse to have a cell phone. I'm like, man, I'm just I I went through this phase where I was like, nope, I'm it's a fucking waste of money. I don't want to do it. You don't need to have access to me. I was really hardcore on this uh Ted Kaczynski shit um without the bombs. Just uh <laughs> I'm not going forward with technology. So she made me have an iPhone so that she's like, look, stupid, I need to be able to call you. Like so she got me an iPhone and made me have it. So it's like 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 I was a kept man. Like this is your phone. I own you, and I'm gonna. I can see all the calls you make. This is the phone I need you to have. And I can't lie. For the couple of months that I had the iPhone, it is it is a really fucking likable thing. 
it it is i would i would never spend $1200 myself to get one you know but having it like i see i truly truly see what the appeal of it is i do right. get it but it's nothing it's nothing it's nothing that's so fundamentally necessary for my happiness or my sense of self-worth that I get it under any circumstances and I don't care about, like I could absolutely do, I could do without the smartphone. I could, I would be fine checking my shit on the computer because that's literally all I, I, I use my phone to check my stocks. That's it. That's it. I shoot some text messages here and there, but if I had to just, you know, shoot emails or check shit on the, you know, I, I would be fine with that. I barely talk on the fucking phone. I barely talk on the phone. I don't need it. Yeah. I don't, I don't need blame it. you. I don't blame you. I do like having it for business, how, the access you can for have sure. to, to business shit through the phone. And, and so it's definitely, a, um, it's definitely a plus. I mean, you can't really function in the world without this shit at this point unless you just live in a cabin and you unplug from the whole thing like if you if you made the full withdrawal from society then yeah you probably don't need a, a smartphone but anybody else who i can't even imagine what a, what what a person would do if you have all of the, the, the shit that you're tied to throughout the course right. of a day to have to leave your house and be gone for eight ten hours or something like that and and not have that connection anymore even though that's you know that's where we came from, <laughs> you had to use right. a payphone. <laughs> so we were right. obviously moving through the world doing pretty good, but uh, now just the way, like I said, everything is so tied together, and most of it's not important. Most of it is shit that you can get to later, technically. But Absolutely. as fast as shit goes, yeah, you need it. You need that access right away. So they've Maybe capitalized it's... on that. They've capitalized on the smoothness. Or yeah. like I said, the user interface is really, like I said, it's nothing world-shakingly different from what's going on on all the other devices. Not no, really. Not, not at all. And maybe, but maybe that is, and this is why we're the last generation that'll have any kind of energy to resist this kind of shit. Because people that were born into shit where cell phones are just an integral part of the human experience... You will never get those people to just throw it down. Yeah. Like, I think our generation could be like, okay, to make a point, no cell phones for a year. It's, uh, it's possible. I'm not going to buy any devices. I think that's possible. To the generation after us and then the generation after them, absolutely not. There's no way. But, but yeah, we made it through the world. Um, if you sold drugs, you might have had a pager. But nobody had a cell phone, you know. Um if you if you if you were, people were able to get in touch with you and paid you, yeah, you had to go find a fucking a self a a, a payphone. And I remember that I remember the outrage when it went to fifty cents. Oh yeah, fifty fucking cents. Yeah, yeah, that's etched. That's etched this is in robbery. Yeah. yeah, that pissed me right off. This is two <laughs> phone calls. <laughs> yeah, dude, I rem I remember honestly. I remember before when when you could just put. 15 cents in that motherfucker and get away like it wasn't always you had to put in a certain amount you could get away with a lot of shit when when we were younger but yeah 50 cents was that was out fucking rageous <laughs> for, for a street side phone call i'm not even safe and you're charging me 50 cents Fuck that, <laughs> could you imagine there's no equivalent there's no problem that needs to be solved there's not enough people in the world who need access 
to a free phone call for that but, to but, even be a thing anymore. But but doesn't that just doesn't that kind of demonstrate like um, maybe the problem as a society that the marketplace has that much of a demand over us that that we can't do without it? Like, cause you, you made a lot of good points. Like, yeah, if you're, if you don't have it at this point, you're immediately at a huge disadvantage to an economic competitor that yeah. does have one. So the level of co connectivity to buy and sell, like just keep this beast shit going on indefinitely. Like it, it's something that it's like we, we could still, it, there was still advertising. There was still buying and selling. There was still an economy, right? People saw ads on television and the world worked. You know what I'm saying? There was a stock market. Everyone had running water, right? Like, like life, life was able to exist. You were still able to meet up with your friends and coordinate and talk to people. Like literally everything about life that we have now, um, in a less integrated way, it worked. But once we crossed that Rubicon of, yo, we can make it extra convenient. And while we're making it extra convenient, we know where you are at all times and we know how to advertise to you because we're watching and listening to you at all times. So you are you are now you are now in the marketplace in such a way that it's not you just walking down the street and you see a billboard or you're watching TV and you see an ad. You are 100 percent of the time being advertised to or being watched so they know how to advertise to you better like. The market has absolutely full control. Like, like, what a level of a commitment that you have to have now to participate in the civilization. Like, the, the price of entry is, I get to know everything about you all the time because I need to sell you shit. Selling you shit is that what you do want to be connected, right? You don't want to be able to miss an important business phone call, right? You don't want to be able to, you're going to sell the stock after it's already plummeted. You need to be able to connect to this shit and interact with it. And at the you know in a nanosecond you have to be able to, so you know we need to go ahead and make this exchange and you get access to all these conveniences you can order it dial it up they'll deliver it to you it'll be waiting for you all these extra conveniences that you get but the the the, the trade off is we can we can make the ship more convenient for you but we're going to be selling to you all the time and we need your attention all the time. And you'll never be able to cheat on your girlfriend like you used to. There will be a record. We need you all the time. We need everything documented. We need everything. We we need it all. We need you cannot have a moment to yourself. We need and it's easy for them to do it because they not you don't have to give them anything. You don't have to answer any questions. You have it's to like, pay them twelve hundred dollars to get it. Bro, it, it would be like it would be like somebody following you, like, you know. You walking in the snow and somebody's behind you collecting your fucking footprints. You, <laughs> you can't even really say nothing about that. Like, what, what could you say? Yo, don't take my footprints. Like, do they even belong to you though? <laughs> really? Do they, do they really belong to you? And that's what they're capturing. They're, they're, it's just everything you're already doing. And you're like, I don't want you looking at me doing stuff. They're like, well, you're doing stuff. So, I mean, what, what do you expect? Somebody's going to see it. So I'm just going to collect it all and you're going to be happy because I'm not going to waste your time with ads that you don't even need to see or that are not relevant. I'm going to sell you shit that you've been thinking and talking about buying. That streamlines your life. I'm trying to help you.
And, and to a degree, it's true. Because people love the products that they get. They love the shit that they own. They love their things and their access to things. So it's perfect. That's why the shit doesn't fall apart. That's why you can make a joke about how Apple wants, you know, they they say they want your DNA and your firstborn and that uh, user agreement that you click and shit. And people laugh about it. And then when they download some shit, they just click it without reading it again. And it's gonna, and they're gonna hold you accountable if you do some shit and be like, "Oh, I didn't know." They'd be like, "Well, it was in the terms of service, and you clicked, yes, I read it." Like, yo, that shit's like forty thousand words, but you clicked it, so. We so how come you read it? How, how come you allow me to click it when the app knows? I mean, you could make it so. I, I've seen some back in the day where you actually had to scroll to the bottom yes. of the shit to actually click. They don't do that shit no more. They don't give a fuck. They know you're not reading it. I bet you people would complain that scrolling to the bottom of it is actually bad design. It's like, you know what? I don't <laughs> like that you forced me to lie. <laughs> so they forced me to go even further to lie. You're not making the lie easy for me. You just got to let me click it and pretend I read it and it's fine. Like, yeah, yeah, the yeah. only one I ever read was the Netflix one. I read it and it was super interesting. And I read the Robin Hood one too. And mm. on Robin Hood, it has a clause in there for like feline persons. What? I promise you. It has something like um, blah, 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 feline persons. And I've never been able to comprehend what are they talking about? Like, is this some sort of legal term? Is there another usage of felines that I was unaware of? Are, are they aware of some sort of human cat hybrids? That haven't been revealed to the public, but Robinhood has insider information and knows as soon as they're revealed to the public, they're going to be on the trading platform and they just want to have all their bases covered. Yeah, it's it's in their terms of service. Feline, feline persons. I don't. Uh, OK, well, I guess I shouldn't dig too much into that because no that's probably idea what confuse me. Yeah, it's just going to confuse me. I don't I don't know, dude. And and. and- it's really just a fancy way of saying uh, we're going to arbitration. You're never allowed to sue us, and you're agreeing to never allowed to be to be able to sue us by by utilizing it and don't give away our shit. It's just and again, it's a testament to the the rapey mindset of savvy business people. Is you're already assuming everybody's gonna fuck you because that's just the perspective you're coming from. So in your terms of service, you've already played that game of chess. And you've thought 37,000 moves ahead of how you can possibly get fucked and you are not having it. You're not going to get fucked by people, not feline persons. Nobody is <laughs> fucking you. you you're going to win. That's the only way to move, right? That, that's what we've been showing. But like you said, shit is changing. Shit is switching up more and more every day. And, I mean, we're sitting on the precipice of a couple hundred million right now. So we'll have some decisions to make. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly. We'll we'll do have it some better. to make. Oh yeah, yeah, no question. Because I know what's at stake here. You have we we gotta be the example. We can't fold. You know, the fr- as soon as the opportunity comes, it's like, well, yeah, I know all that shit we were saying before, but that was before they showed us some money in the bag. Now it's <laughs> different. Nah, fuck all that, bro. I'm doubling down. <laughs> I'm doubling down on trolling T-shirts. <laughs> that's that's my yes. next high priority move is to find middle ground, nebulous, gray area t-shirt phrases that I can sell to multiple demographics without tipping them off that the people that they disagree with also love this design. 
Yeah. And, That's and what to I'm be hacking. A, and yeah, and it can be offensive going either way. And in a situation, if you're savvy enough, you could either stand on your principles and declare what you think the shirt is for and get beat the fuck up, or you can know how to cater that shirt to the audience of the people that are offended and want to beat you the fuck up. Right. Right. Because you can use that to your advantage either way. So you can either force them to whoop your ass and then you have them being animals and fucking initiating violence over a shirt. Or you can feign your, uh, your alignment and laugh with them. And then when they walk away, you can laugh about how dumb they are because they didn't figure it out. Uh, so yeah, we're, yeah. Either way, you win. <laughs> so win, either win. Way you win. Yeah, yeah, you win either way. Either but you, but at least you have you an option. To, yeah, you can get people with, you hate to make a bad decision. Absolutely, because with the 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 God guns Trump Bible shirt, um, you, there's no way to talk your way out of that. You've you when you've drawn the line in the sand. Yeah, you, and you're begging somebody to cross it, which we don't we don't advocate for. All you need is when you wear that kind of shirt in public, all you need is somebody to scoff or sneer just a little bit like, and as they set it off, like what, what, you don't like my guns in my Bible, huh? That's what you don't like? And you just set it off. You got a fucking MAGA hat on, bro. It's it's goofy and it's ugly. You walked out here with the full, with the, with the, just full knowledge, knowing that somebody throughout your trip today was going to be pissed off at your hat. Now, you, of course, they're wrong for being pissed off enough at a half to say something or to initiate some kind of conflict. They're way all the way wrong. But you're wrong in tandem because you knew what you were doing. It wasn't a fashion statement. It doesn't look cool. It's a, you just went to piss somebody off. Let's just be honest. So Absolutely. if you can do that, I can do two plus two equals Hitler. Two plus it's two actually less Hitler. inflammatory. <laughs> it's actually less inflammatory than a MAGA hat at this point. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I would say it's less inflammatory. I'll say the average person who reads that equation is going to be startled. They're just going to be startled until later. They they're going to be sitting in their car on their way home, like, "What the fuck did that mean? <laughs> Was he serious? Is he is he trolling? I don't I don't know, but it bothered me a little. It's because it's true. You're angry because it's true." Yeah, it's it's bad, but I kind of love the watermelon on the ice cream truck. I, yeah, that's pretty good too. That's pretty good too. Watermelon on an ice cream truck is like that's niche. It's like kind of esoteric. <laughs> Just a little bit. Not everybody's gonna know what it means, but it's a funny enough. Well, if a black person wears anything with a watermelon on it, it's gonna. I mean, let's just be honest. That's just not something that's available to uh, to black people who don't want to elicit weird looks and responses from people in public. There's nothing you can wear with a watermelon on it that's not going to get like a, oh, okay. It's going to be weird. That it, it's true, but um, I forget what that video was where the dude like ran up. He's like, you know what that, you know what that song is, right? Like he, w- he was dying to school the ice cream man on what Oh, yeah, was. yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. I remember seeing that video. He was pissed off. You know what the real meaning? And the guy's like, yo, buddy, I just sell ice cream, bro. Like, I don't know, I don't know what you're talking about. He's like, no, but the original song, bro, I just sell ice cream, man. I don't know, I don't know what the fuck you're telling me right now. And the ice cream man was completely correct. Because dude's talking, this shit's been remixed and fucking instrumental. Like it's so far removed 
And it's been, you know, to be honest, it's been other things other than nigga love a watermelon. Ha 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 ha. It's, it's been other things besides that. So it's not just it went from there to an instrumental and it's always been an ice cream song. It's been used for a bunch of different shit. But it's hilarious that somebody would feel the need to run up on a soft target like an ice cream man and try to make, make like next time you come back through here, you gotta have a different song type shit. Like that's, that shit was hilarious, dude. I laughed I laughed really hard at that one. <laughs> I did. It was funny. Just bullying. Imagine bullying a guy over a a, a, a song with no lyrics. Just <laughs> trying to do his job too. Yeah, like he, I'm trying just, to make a living. Like this is how I feed my children. I don't give a yeah, fuck I'm what the original song was. Ice cream, bro. It's ice cream. Are you mad about ice cream? <laughs> the song don't have any lyrics, pal. The thing you're referencing has lyrics. This song, it's just music. What are you talking about? Yeah, I don't know. I think it was like I said. That's some soft target shit. Yeah, who, it... who's softer than the ice cream man? <laughs> <laughs> Let me fuck with him. But yeah, putting a watermelon in an ice cream truck, like the watermelon's falling off the back of the ice cream truck, just unexplained ice cream truck driving, watermelon's falling off it. Yeah, that's another good way to 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 show it too. Yeah, and just leave it there. We have to edit that out. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll work some magic on that. <laughs> That's just like the Asian. He's got to edit that out. We run that part backwards. Yeah, that'll, that'll, that'll be try on, to figure out what happened. Yeah, that'll be on the the lost tape. Yeah, hundred million, couple hundred million, get it all done. Uh, stay on the righteous path. I'm with it. Right. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm in trouble. <laughs> again, <laughs> again. Word. Yeah, man. We'll wrap it up. Enjoy the rest of your night, brother. Always, man. Always a pleasure, dude. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Bless. Peace, bro.